0: What a bull! Hello, and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday, the fourteenth of January, twenty twenty-four. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, is Zachary Burgess, Waterladyville, <laughs> and Robert Kemp. We we think two alike
1: sometimes. The, the, oh, I knew I could yeah. see out of the corner of my eye. I could see Rob <laughs> making a face. I was like, I know what you're <laughs> <is> going for. <laughs> I'm, uh, oh, I'm going to get there first because I get to go
2: first. The intro.
0: It was either that, <laughs> yeah. or like I was just thinking, like no, don't actually add extra words. Just what a ball! <laughs> what a what a lovely ball! What a ball! Or maybe like say it like the the pinball construction kits multi ball.
2: What a ball! <laughs> Molly <laughs> Ball Water Ball Water
1: Ball though Water yeah, Ball feel like Has been a thing In a pinball game That we've played At some point Water Ball <laughs> I don't think There was a water a, Technically a ball Made of water In that made of psycho water. Pinball
0: table But I mean, you're underwater. Yeah, no,
1: I've, I distinctly yeah. remember a ball that changes into a waterfall ball hmm. in, a, in a probably real bad pinball game at some point. Yeah,
0: probably. One it was probably those...
1: one of those graphic pinball games where it's like, yeah, look how yeah. pretty this is and the ball can change, and it's actually not actually a freaking pinball game. <laughs> it's probably a
0: pinball effects <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Probably. Brian Shade at pinball effects. You know, the best-selling pinball game, probably. Were those Which not sucks. good tables in pinball effects? No. no, they're not. And there like the physics of pinball effects isn't fun. And the, mm. I don't know, all the numbers, like it does the video game thing, right? Right, and Bits of score just pop off where the ball, the ball is. And it's like, no, I'm a purist. I need my score to be on a dot matrix display. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to emulate the real pinball tables. Although I, they probably have like 4K displays at this point. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to say, that's, 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 that's the least of the problems, and those things. It's just those tables are kind of boring. It's just that's just all it mm. is. They're not that, not that fun. And you know, it's probably the, the pinball effects physics making them less interesting, I don't they? But so, what's the S tier pinball simulating at this point? You know, I don't actually know because it's like obviously. But previously, I would have said Pinball Arcade that had problems, mm. but like it was a pretty good. It was a fun way to play those tables. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily think that that like the physics in those games was particularly real compared to like when you play a real table like they, there's definitely a difference there but it was at least a fun representation of those physics it seemed it was mm. it was a, a nice way to play a little bit forgiving maybe um and it didn't necess- I don't think it, I don't think they handled the verticality of ball physics particularly like, like it was a two almost a 2D model right like Mm. it's the thing what, that, like it never leaves the surface of the yeah something table. like that i mean there, there were definitely tables they had in pinball arcade uh i think there's i forget what it's called but there's one where it's basically like a golf pinball table and they have a ramp that you use to ramp off mm. off the table into some targets that are behind the playboard essentially and you have to hit it up that ramp and uh so they did model that but I've never, i never i always thought that that felt a little jank the way that actually functioned mm. um so yeah, like at that point I would have said that just not because it was the best simulation but because it was the most fun way to play those tables but mm. now I don't really know because Pinball FX kind of ate their lunch like they're not really a, FarSight aren't a company anymore
3: as far as I'm aware mm. um I don't know I don't know uh, like there's I mean you could like
0: buy virtual pinball tables and I don't know what software they're using under the hood Right by virtual pimple toys, they are literally like someone just built a wooden box and put a telly on it, right? And a couple of buttons. Mm. Oh right. Um, they kind of, I don't know, I don't know, I don't see the appeal of those. Like, um, if you want a pimple table, get like a full-on massive mechanical monstrosity. <laughs> but they're impossible to maintain. <laughs> they are impossible to maintain. Yeah. Um, I still want one one day. But
1: um, I mean, we've got a garage and everything now. I can actually house one, but. <laughs> If you don't want them to use your garage to put cars in, then yeah, I guess car well,
0: like, that, that Our garage is a little bit too thin to put cars in. Like, you could. Helpfully, for, yeah. for a garage. <laughs> yeah, you could, but it wouldn't
3: be comfortable. Maybe if I had got an old Mini again. Like an old Mini, not a new Mini. Then
0: mm. it might be suitable. But anyway, Noam just fills it with crap anyway, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you put full
1: table in there as well. Yeah. You would be able to play in the winter, <laughs> enjoyably. <laughs> enjoyably,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably need to convert the the garage at some point to make that viable. More money than the damn pimple table. Not that pimple tables are
3: cheap. Good God, no. That market has actually been increasing like significantly. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. there was. I want to say there was an engine called Future Pimble
0: at one point that was like a like an open source community made engine that was like fully physics driven. Um, and you had to model like the the bits of the table that would actually you know the switches had to be you know tended to be realistic like right? proper proper gates and stuff and you would trigger hmm. things and it would have emulated. Uh, behind the scenes, uh, systems running the 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 game logic, right, and the the screens and all the sound effects and stuff like that. So it's uh, I could never get that thing to run, though. Like it's it seemed like that was the the, the at the time. It, this is years ago when I was looking at the time. That seemed like the the holy grail, the pinball simulation. It's like oh, this looks really cool. I should get this running, but I could I just couldn't get it to actually function.
3: Clearly doing something wrong. Yeah, Pimble's kind of out of fashion right now. Hmm.
0: It felt like there was a moment where it might make a comeback. Well, I mean, it did. (laughs) That was the moment of slightly
1: before Pimble FX. Yeah,
0: but I meant like in in, almost in physical terms, right? But then I guess where would you put them? That's that's just like all
1: arcades there's been the incredibly minor occasional someone will make one machine come back and it's just like, it's not going to stick.
0: Yeah, because they don't even put them in bars anymore, right? Because there's so few of them about. And people only want gambling in bars. Yeah, people only want (laughs) shitty gambling machines. Good God. You don't see many of those, like, as many of those machines that basically had, like, a whole bunch of mobile games on them, right? Like, the Spot the Difference game. Or... Deal or no deal. You don't see so many of those. Someone, it's like But now they're just like straight out those virtual slot machines, right? That's, they're yeah. the ones I tend to see. Someone just needs to
1: start importing Pachinko.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Bring in the real gambling. <laughs> there must be a... <laughs> but they're so noisy. Yeah, like, somewhere, in, like, somewhere in the country. I don't know, actually. I don't know if I've ever heard of like I guess what you'd call a modern-era pachinko machine anywhere outside hmm. of Japan. Yeah. Not that those things are any good either, if the well, um, no. <laughs> if the um, simulations in Yakuza are anything to go by.
3: <laughs> I'm sure they're pretty accurate. <laughs> well, probably, yeah. The, 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 what was
0: it? Their dedication to emulating old Sega stuff is pretty... Yeah. It's pretty strong in those games. Yeah. So, it's, uh, I mean, they are from Sega, so. Some of them are, yeah. yeah. I suppose that's understandable. Konami make a bunch as well. Famously. Mm, that's true. Castle. And then you want that new Castlevania game? It's a pachinko machine. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day, actually. They ever made a Castlevania in bloody ages, have they? Not a proper one. Hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, the last thing they um, would have made was the. TV shows right Where yeah yeah tried to reboot that Netflix cut, yeah, well, that Netflix anime was yeah it? people people really like that people uh, like
0: that yeah now surely the time I mean there's a Prince of Persia game so surely you can make a, sure a I don't think Metroidvania ever really goes out of style and it's been like no not really and it's been a long time since Bloodstained as well right that was like the nearest thing we've got to a proper Castlevania game
1: hmm. well given that it was also made by that Ugo, we know right? of so, as usual yeah. is the problem with this conversation because those aren't exactly uh, the sure. type of games that we'd usually be hunting around for. Yeah. I, Especially in the indie space. I, I've, I've frequently considered going
0: and playing an actual Castlevania, but I never actually have. Like, not, any, not one of them I've, I've ever played, and that, that feels like a mistake. Because I, I really liked Bloods. How many of them are on Nintendo Switch Online at the moment? <laughs> uh, I know Super Castlevania is on my SNES Mini. Well, yeah, there's that too, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be a good one.
3: But I've never played like Symphony of the Night is obviously right the the, the go to that's mm. like that's like the pinnacle oh, this is a podcast about video games Definitely. yeah somewhat
0: straight on topic apparently we, really got, we got any yeah. non non video game random going on uh, I mean I watch on? some
1: TV <laughs> I can talk about YouTube adverts again if anyone wants to you
4: know, <laughs> you know
1: I really do <laughs> let's start with YouTube <laughs> Actually, I guess I guess it's not actually YouTube adverts this time. It's just the state of my YouTube. Well, okay, first thing that I wanted to point out is I have now seen the flashing like and subscribe buttons. Oh, right. That has percolated yeah, down as far as my YouTube happen, apparently yeah. now. <laughs> and it's like rainbow colored as well. Uh, yeah.
0: Seems a bit much. I don't think I'm always part of the uh, the multivariate test. Like mm. sometimes I see it and sometimes not.
1: Hmm. But the other weird thing that's been happening on my YouTube, which is not advert related, but is algorithm related, I guess, is, is the thing I've noticed that, like, in the, in the shit zone at the bottom of the page where if <laughs> you, scroll too, you can't, scroll, scroll too far, you enter the shit zone. But one thing that, like, seems to, like, pop up and then disappear for a few months and then pop up again. And it's done this, like, multiple times, which is why I've noticed it, which is really weird, because it's like, what is this algorithm doing? Is specifically videos that appear to be in Hindi, I guess. It's like one of the Indian languages that looks all squiggly, so it's like it's quite obvious when it's doing that. And ASMR videos, but they come together. Oh, ooh, it's like those wow. two things always start appearing in the shit zone ah. for like a month or two, and then they go away again for a while, and then they both come back again for a while. It's just like, what? Why is the algorithm doing that with those two things specifically to me? That's pretty. That's pretty great. Hindi <laughs> in- ASMR. Well, no, it's not. They're not the same videos. It's two separate things. Oh, okay. It doesn't it hasn't literally come no, them No, It's just the Hindi and ASMR videos both appear at the same time, and they both go away at the same time. Weird. <laughs> Like, what is that algorithm? Why is is it decided to pick up on those two things? It's not like I ever watch any of them, so, yeah, it is the shit zone. (laughs) I mean, that's definitely what happens on Netflix,
0: right? When you go too far to the right on a category, you start getting Hindi for some reason.
1: Like, It's not even just, like, foreign language section. It's always, like, Hindi. I mean, I guess it makes some sense for, like, the algorithmic UK market, I suppose. Maybe, yeah. Because quite a lot of Indian people in the UK. Oh, of
0: course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not
1: saying, I'm not saying there isn't a market.
2: It's, um... Yes.
1: Which, so that is sort of explains it in a general location-based algorithm mm-hmm. way of populating the shit zone.
2: <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? I don't know. <laughs> <It's> just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, they've, they've
1: come back again <laughs> just this month i've stopped it's
0: seemingly my 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 youtube account's obsession with that linkedin ad has ended oh
1: okay i'm now getting i'm now seeing a variety of normal ass adverts now oh man just just earlier on when i was watching video apparently some new possibly shitty mobile game has dumped a whole bunch of advertising spend because i like suddenly this is the only advert i'm getting and it's like well at least it's not the other shitty <laughs> that I've been seeing <laughs> continuously for the last month and a half, but you know, <laughs> apart from it's apart from that previous one has like hundreds of different variations of essentially the same thing, but they are different. Whereas I've only seen this one this, of this new one. <laughs> There's this, this one with like lots of variations. It wouldn't be Royal Clash,
0: no, because like I get I get loads of those on my phone. Well, sure, but but that's an actual mobile game that would make sense. Yeah, it's a mobile game on my phone, but it's, but they have so many different ads. Like, for, for, it's it's basically like a match free game where it's basically only seems to be like a time limit. limited match three thing each sure. time but the number of scenarios they put this king that's about to die in <sighs> yeah. like and I'm pretty sure that can't I don't, it, it doesn't
1: it never looks real no really. I mean that's sort all of the trouble with this is like you can, it's well known that these mobile game adverts are unreal yeah. like they're not actually the or like it will be like one level in twenty that is like that, but mm. the rest is is some other shit. that they're just trying to lure you with these slightly less yeah, with, shit with, parts,
0: with, with these weird bits that they've <laughs> spent time on. It's like the one the one for me that gets me like that looks totally. I mean, it would be cool if it's not not like faked, but like the one that gets me a little bit is like there's this the king's in a room that's on fire for some reason, and the fire is rising. Somehow, right. in like a, I don't know. It, it doesn't make a huge amount of sense to me because it's like a castle, right? It's like what? What is, what is, what, fire? What is on fire in
1: this stone room? <laughs> all, um, those, all those, all hanging, hanging parchments <laughs> yeah, and whatnot, yeah, the
0: giant carpets they put on the walls or whatever, um, hanging things. Uh, yes, but there's like like water that pours onto the the match three grid, and you've basically got to make a channel for it through the grid, and it mm. eventually pull, like falls down. And but there's water. The way the water physics actually looks. It's probably a little, little bit too good for a, a match three
1: game. You know what I mean, like, those water physics look, look legit, man. Well, I mean, that wouldn't necessarily be, well, maybe for a mobile game, but it wouldn't necessarily be that hard to just make a water physics thing, just overlay an effect on top of, a, like, you know, highlighting squares um, in a grid uh, or whatever. Maybe. At this point, it's probably just a plug-in. You'd be like, um, put in the water effects, blam, and there it goes. I suppose. But I did just look at it and think like, nah, they wouldn't
0: have
3: gone to that effort, would they?
0: Not as one of the things this game does, (laughs) supposedly. Supposedly, I also get like loads of variants of. um, uh, I don't. Well, but they're they're like infinite shooters. As far as I can tell, you start off as one guy, and then the other classic. (laughs) The other classic mobile game
1: bullshit. Yeah,
0: there's like loads of those. It's like, I don't know if I've seen like many ads the, for the same one, but there just seems to be a bucket load of
3: them.
1: The thing about those and some of the other similar styles of these things is just like, they aren't. It's like, that isn't a game. <laughs> like, how can you possibly fail at. Choosing the larger number, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's like, which thing. is what most of them
0: are like. That's the thing. A lot of them like look like math puzzles, right? <laughs> Simple, where you start with one guy, and then it's like, okay, I need to run through the plus five gate yeah. to get five more guys in my team, and then I'll, then I could either run through this minus time, three minus gate, minus three gate, or this times ten gate. Which one am I going to choose? And of course, in the ad, they always run through the shit gate, yeah, and then, so get, like, <laughs> and then get immediately murdered. That's not
1: a game. <laughs> how is that was a game. How, um, how does it, how does this advertisement fool anyone? I mean, I guess that is the trick, isn't it? Because what they're actually doing is being like, "You can do better than this." Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're trying to trick you into getting into it because you're like, "Man, this guy's dumb. I could so beat this. This looks easy. <laughs> I could do this." Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: Well, there's, there's 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 one of the of that set of games that I've seen where it legitimately looked like actually that kind of looks all right. Where it's like it, it's the same, exact same thing, but instead of like running through the gates, you had to like actually shoot a path to a power up or something to 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 get that power up or something mm. so if you didn't so there, there there was actually a little bit of a judgment call it looked like to have, well if i don't have the firepower i want that thing yeah but, but that, if i misjudge that, that, how much firepower i have i can't shoot that thing in time and i can't miss the thing
1: somewhere else so. <laughs> that'll actually work either because in those ones it's just like it's you're you basically just replay the level until you find the right path Probably. essentially it's the it exact it... same thing except it's obscured by like a slight physics element yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, it, yeah you're right it's, it's the same thing but they've obfuscated it a little bit so it feels more gamey
1: i suppose traditionally gamey even if it i mean it would be more interesting if it was like some kind of cookie clicker thing where it's just like literally you have to tap the button faster to win <laughs> if you can't hit the button to shoot 100 bullets quick enough then you're (laughs) going (laughs) to fail
2: train your finger
0: (laughs) like a um, you know those like styluses that work on like phone touchscreens the rubber tipped things like, can you attach that to the end of like an like a, like a electric toothbrush or something and have it, have it just do that for you? I expect there's a <laughs> some kind of input limit on a phone
3: screen probably. Oh, Probably, yeah. There's, there's, I mean, it depends on the tech, tech of your phone, I guess. Yeah. I, I, need buy a new, I need to buy a new electric yeah. toothbrush. My, my, I uh, had to. My one,
0: my was, one just was died. Perfectly fine. Died. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, the motor I, the fu- obsolescence. I'm annoyed. Well, it hasn't I, f- hasn't sort of fully died. It's <laughs> like I can still charge it up and all that stuff, but like the motor is effectively like seized, so I can't. I'd like I've wiggled it a few times with a pair of pliers. Which, if you go to my bathroom, that's why there's a pair of pliers in there at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I can sort of wiggle it a bit to get it to move again, if as long as there's a decent charge in the battery. But then. But then it it doesn't seem like it's worth running at full power, and, I, and like while it's got the toothbrush head on, it will occasionally just jam up again, and it's like, well, this is unusable. Um, yeah, mine just died out of the blue, and I was annoyed because I had replacement heads for it or whatever, which are expensive enough in themselves. So yeah, but luck. The Wait. only lucky part was it was um, Black Friday at the time. Oh uh, so, right, I see. The, the replacement was on discount, but still, is it- which is the same. But for some reason. <laughs> Gold, some fancy gold-looking plastic on it. It's like I don't know if I want it. To well, look that, gold. that's, that's the Black Friday angle, is isn't it? Well, oh, Get yeah. rid of the
1: shit ones.
2: I, I don't that know, one yeah. wants.
0: I don't know, man. I was like, my, I'm, I just use like Oral B Pro, right, and everything. Like all the heads are right. like compatible in there. It's like doesn't matter which yeah, one yeah. you have. You just. I'm um, on the other. I'm on the dark side. I'm on the Philips side I of see everything. Philips side, right? Phillips, Phillips, gotcha. shavers. Yeah. So Phillips, like, as far as I lightbulbs. know, Oral-B, haven't changed anything for like forever. So it's like I've got spare heads, and they should work if i replace but i was looking like i was looking like around for like because i want to spend a huge amount of money on an electric bloody toothbrush right
4: expensive
0: it can be yeah um apparently yeah so it's like but you're talking about like this goldness to it and but i did i did like get temporarily like sidelined by like i was on the curry's website and there was one that was just oh this one's in pure black well that looks kind of neat and then there's the one right next to it that's the exact same model but it's got like a Oh, but the carry case for this one has got fancy lines on it, and like, my, <laughs> like 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 a nice a sort of like pattern on it. And my brain was oh. immediately like, "Oh, I want that one for no reason at all." <laughs> so it's, it's no reason. Uh, when are you going to use the carrying case when you're going when you're on trips I mean, I, and stuff? I, yeah, I mean the one that came with mine, I actually have used quite a lot. <laughs> hmm. Like, but you had more reasons yeah. to use it in the past. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I used to take it with me when I went went uh, traveled for work and things like that every every couple of weeks so that got a lot of use but um, <laughs> carry cases for toothbrushes are, they're okay they're a thing because then you could put like most of the no, one they're more, a thing yeah, yeah you could have one toothbrush and a head his and hers heads in the same case yeah you can do I mean convenient yeah whether you need a fancy argyle pattern on the outside <laughs> no the no case I'm not sure I did, but yeah by the by <laughs> <laughs> some sweet tartan or something I don't know <laughs> yeah carbon fiber mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and then you put it in like the crappiest like wash bag <laughs> that you've had since the 90s uh, something. yeah yeah something like that <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen to me very often that sort of like little that weird aesthetic ping like it happened to me to a pair of running shoes like like many years oh, ago yeah. or something but there was like a limited edition set of running shoes that had like japanese characters oh. all over them but it was but it was but it was like asics and it was in the in the range that i normally buy and a, and a bit of me was just like oh look at them those are beautiful yeah. like it doesn't that that's such a rare thing for me hmm. although i did kind of have that yesterday a little bit when uh, oh yeah we, we just happened to be in the right right side of ipswich and we thought you know what should we should we go should we go test drive in an, an electric car should we just do that? Yeah. We've been, wanting, we've been wanting to do that for ages. Should we just, should we just go do that? So we rocked up the Kia, and I was like just, just standing with my jaw on the floor in front of an EV6, going, Oh, it's
2: so beautiful. <laughs>
0: so nice. So, and uh, yeah, I, I, stupidly, I didn't have my wallet on me, so I couldn't test drive the thing. So no did it. Uh, but I got, but uh, so I, so I rode along, and it's like, even just, Oh, it's so nice. Oh my God.
3: Yes, expensive cars are nice.
0: <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> I see electric car in your future. Oh man! Oh, it's so cool. It was so cool. I mean, to, bear, to be fair, they'll ban the sale of petrol cars before in long theory. Time. Yeah, I, I yeah. doubt that will actually come to pass. Like, mm. in the timescale they specify, anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, they're getting better, right? EVs and stuff. They're, tr- they're starting to make smaller cars. That are electric, that are practical, but they, mm. um, yeah, need that. Was it that Chinese, the Chinese guys, BYD, that basically make everyone's batteries? They need to um, build your freaking dreams. Yeah, BYFD. <laughs> Biff. Um, yeah. So did uh, uh, did uh, Gnome get a chance to floor it? <laughs> Are you allowed? Oh, are you well, no. Te- te- technically, Quiet no. Screen. But she did put it in the sport mode, and then basically, yeah, um control. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we didn't do that. Although we put, that would have been fun. um But she did. She basically just like flapped her foot on the accelerator a couple of times, and loud. <laughs> <and it, laughs> I mean, how much is it just yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, like was just right? like on off on off on off, uh, and you're just yeah. kind of like the whole car is going oh. wah, 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 and like like yeah. following her foot, and it's like, okay, that's actually really yeah. impressive. Because it's pretty it, cool. The regen was on as well, so it was slowing down almost as fast as it was accelerating, and it was like, "Oh, that's mental." Nice. But then, like the weird thing about the EV six, and this is the thing that's really hard to explain, is that yes, it was super quick, like ridiculously quick, like m- more so than you know. I drove the Beamer on the way home, and it was just like there is no way I can get this thing to perform anything near like that, um, uh, despite trying. Uh, and uh, The uh, it, it's 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 that it just gets to that speed without fuss, which is mm. is it's a weird no, sensation because it like it just no like, ceremony no like big growling sound no the turbo it just it just it just you put your foot down and suddenly you're at that speed, mm. and and and, in, and and it didn't even feel like it was really pushing you right that whole like accelerator accelerative, accelerative <laughs> feeling you get from driving a quick car like mm. it it wasn't super strong despite the fact it was. Really accelerating very quickly. Mm. And it was adds a weird sensation. It's it's so planted. Like it's so solid. Like it doesn't roll, it doesn't push you around as a as a as a passenger. It's it's super comfortable.
3: Mm. Ugh.
0: It I mean it hasn't helped my situation, Because now we just want one even more. Um, <laughs> I mean that was part that was definitely an element of that in going to death. I mean, one. sure, yeah. It was that yeah. was that. Were you happy to be put off and be a, like, oh, A little, little bit actually. actually yeah. <laughs> a, a, like a little bit to be like, oh, this isn't actually that different from a regular ass car. Like maybe, maybe maybe that should be what i get to replace my dying vehicles. Um but, but no, this is just this has just sold me harder. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It was great. And I wasn't even driving the bloody thing, so I've got a lot to be excited for. (laughs) Like Mm. when when I actually do it myself. Yeah, you get to drive it. Anyway, that was fun. (laughs) <laughs> okay in the future electric car reviews from Rob yeah well one I mean, yeah, I <laughs> we <got> <laughs> I'm not one. buying more than one god damn it not, not, okay. just, not in the near future like, I mean I've still got to figure out cars how they're falling apart so yeah, they are falling <laughs> yeah. apart yeah I think it's going to be necessary I've got, yeah I st- but even Mars so like, it's going to need to move, be moved around even so they're not they're not cheap things they're not easy things to pay for so it's um, no fair uh, yeah figuring out that detail especially especially with yeah with child um is a is a little bit more of a challenge than it would have been um, a while back, but we shall see. Indeed. Okay, um, we shall see. It's good fun. How about that Ahsoka, Hey, <laughs> how about that television program? Hey, that television. Pro- how about them sports?
1: Them
2: sports haven't started yet, have they? <laughs> oh no! Football's always on. Oh <laughs> well, yes, Football at this time of year, yes. Sports. Um,
0: Do you want to? Should we? I kind of wanted to say a few things about Ahsoka because it's a weird show, but like, yeah, go for it. But I mean, I don't but, care about spoilers. Yeah, cause... that was that was the next question. Do either of you care about spoilers? Because it's like, no, it's I, I think it's all stupid now, so I don't care. What <laughs> like all it's of fun. Star Wars, just pretty much. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, this was a pretty weird show. Like, like, okay, if like. Traveling to a secondary galaxy aside, which I guess they did before, is part of Clone Wars, I suppose, because that's the whole thing. Like it's built off the back of the Clone Wars law, right? And it's Mass Effect of Andromeda, right? New cool, galaxy, sort of, <laughs> yeah. Like it's they fucked the old galaxy, so you gotta go to a new one. <laughs> it's not even that bad. Like apparently that was because that's what happened at the end of Clone Wars. I didn't watch Clone Wars or any of that, right. but like, like, so the whole deal was that they managed to. Send Grand Admiral Thrawn to a completely different galaxy as a, as a way of defeating him. I guess it's like, well, he's not here anymore, so that solves the problem. <laughs> um, uh, the best way to solve a problem, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. send him far away, <laughs> Sure, like, that won't be a problem in the future at all. But they but they lost one of their own in the process because you know there's always there's always stakes, I suppose. There's always a cost. Um, and and this is this, this 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 new show is about like, oh, he's, he's he might still be alive in this other galaxy still. Oh, and someone's trying to get him back. Oh, and they might actually be able to succeed because they've built this ridiculous ring that's just covered in hyperdrive engines that actually might be able to do the journey. Um, oh, we be- we probably better stop this. And uh, and then, of course, it falls into the usual stupidity traps of these shows where it's like, well, one person goes against, makes the dumbest choices that actually increases <laughs> the threat. The politics of the world seems to always be against, you know, actually stopping bad shit from happening. So there's mm. that going on. There's like no, this is a really big deal. This guy like like was, was like destroying everything. We should probably make sure that that's not gonna happen, right? And to which the council just goes, No, you should not do that for no reason <laughs> at all. It's a waste <laughs> of resource or something. I don't I don't know. I love that. That's always the excuse the, the the funniest excuse in Star Wars is like it's too expensive. Yeah, You're definitely do it two dev styles. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah. yeah. well, or so three dev styles, I guess. <laughs>
2: yeah. Technically.
0: I d- uh, yeah I d- it wasn't very well explained why there was like one guy who is like basically just like like really anti um mary elizabeth winston's character um Hera, general Hera from you know doing anything that seemed like her job mm. it was weird and like nothing came of that plot line either it's not like he was revealed to be a traitor or something or that the council was like Well, they probably are corrupt. Yeah, probably. probably. (laughs) It's in that sort of time frame. It's in the same sort of time frame as that, similar time frame as Andor, right? I think. Um, Or is it after? No, it's probably after. I forget. I get a bit lost. If it's after Clone Wars, then it must be after Andor, right? Um, Quite a long time. But there are some characters that you would have seen in Andor that are in this.
2: I don't know how things are. I get
1: so lost with the timeline now. Yeah. How things are in actual Star Wars canon now. But you'd think that, like, in the logic of how Star Wars works, hyper-driving to a different galaxy wouldn't actually be that difficult because there's nothing out there in between them. I
0: guess, yeah. Enough the, to run into. Right. The void, yeah. <laughs>
1: But um, I'm sure yeah, about, there's some random bullshit explanation why it's actually really hard. Well, apparently, apparently,
0: they need more engines to do it. And, <laughs> well, that also it, doesn't make sense. And but the thing is, is they need they also need a map that gives them that lets them to do the calculations or something
1: to get to get sure, to where they actually I, want to go. I, I don't like that's the thing about the whole idea of hyperdrive in Star Wars. It's just like surely on the, if, if you're on the explorer, you're going to be the first one to map out a new route. You just go to somewhere nearby that you know is safe and then like look right <laughs> and then find out where you like because stars are kind of obvious I mean maybe you still run into a planet or something but like yeah. you could surely just stop a further out and then like narrow it down right I don't, Yeah, I don't that know. would surely be how Star Wars should work they sort
0: of I mean they, they sort of play into like the, the whole, some of the stuff that was in like Jedi Fallen Order right that there, there, is, there is ancient knowledge that or Jedi knowledge or whatever force-aware people knowledge that just hasn't really been passed down, like, particularly well. Like, ancient ruins and stuff with stuff in it that mm. could convey messages. Policrons. And they they even yeah. uh, lean into the whole, the, the witches thing. I've never really fully understood the witches in Star Wars. They, they, I don't know. They're in fallen order, aren't they? To uh, In some sec- sections, and they're back in this. But they're supposedly from this other galaxy, or something? I don't really follow. Anyway, Long story short, the whole thing I sort of want to talk about is it's a kind of a weird show because they fail, like the whole okay. the whole season. Like they don't they don't succeed. Like Thrawn comes back, Ahsoka and Sabine are stuck in this other galaxy with no way to get back, except maybe they'll probably hitchhike on the space whales again if they come back. Betting, um, it's all about space whales,
3: uh, and that's kind of where it ends. Like like they
0: like they 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 cock it up. And uh, that's a weird. It's a weird place to sort of end. Like, um, I mean, what's it's interesting. he going to do? Is he going to take over the? Well, I don't the know. Em- Presumably, he's just he's he's a he's, he's clearly an excellent strategist. So he's a that's why he's a threat, right? And it's um, sure. um, I guess now he's back and he's got a position of and he's still got his position of power. I suppose it's possible he can. But canon wise, this start is rebuilding. Like, so he's got a. <laughs> He's got to come back and, and is... go away again. He's got to go away so that the first order can come, yeah. right? Yeah, because he's not involved in that. So,
3: well, so he's know. going
0: to lose eventually. <laughs> well, unless this is all a side plot that that never really gets to the grand scale, right? That that of the first order, or yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. He's <laughs> not <Stop> caring. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so if this is, like, I'm just trying, like, the timeline, I guess, is important. So it's after Clone Wars, then the first Death Star might not have happened yet, right? So it's, but... No, no, so, so we are we trying to work out, Ahsoka takes place around the Mandalorian time, which is after Return of the Jedi, right? Right, so... After so the Rebels have won. Yeah, so we're still pre-second, okay, so we're after first Death Star, Death, Death Star but pre-second Death Star... No, it's after everything. So it's after Second Death Star Destroyed. Oh, okay. But like pre. Oh, so, yeah, that's sequel Return of the like, So, quite a long time before Ray and Finn and all that. Yeah, stuff before. First Order. Yeah. Whereas uh, Andor is before before the start of the rebels yeah Yeah, so before first death star so it's the building of the first death star right it's before rogue it's a prequel to rogue Rogue one One. yeah yeah, Yeah. it should lead all into that yeah because he died at the end right of rogue one obviously (laughs) yes yes he does yeah 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 okay yeah so this so yeah i guess he must whatever happens to him he must not Succeed, right? I guess that's where the Ahsoka series is going. Like they to take him down before he becomes anything useful. Thrawn, yeah, yeah I guess. But um, it could be a fun, more fun story than the, I don't know, sequels. I guess I don't know. Thrawn's kind of well. I don't know. I like, I quite like um Kylo Ren and all that stuff. That's fine. I mean, for, as a as baddies go, he was pretty good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of well, I it. mean, unless this is and, and
0: it's Adam Driver as well, yeah, yeah, who's, who's who's awesome. So.
1: Unless this is just going to end up going full Mass Effect Andor, and then just going to have like now we can have all these Star Wars stories that take place in an entirely separate galaxy, and therefore yeah. we don't have to worry about how it links up canonically for a while. What, what's well, so I mean, going to happen in their own?
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe that's the plot here. That like they they just separate from the Thrawn storyline completely. Let let. Hera deal with that or well, we'll in... send from back to
1: that other galaxy and they just have all those characters go over there mm. well, maybe that's, 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 that's <laughs> so they can do they're... their own thing for but, a yeah, while
0: it's not where they're at right now um, nah, but, it, but anyway yeah it's just, it's just weird because it was quite an unsatisfying you know you don't get that satisfying season end feeling mm. from that but like everyone no, seems kind of fine with it is the weird thing it's just like oh thrawn's back and it's, it's like oh because yeah. because one the guy they lost is still alive right uh, like he's he got sent to that other galaxy as it turns out to so the exact same planet as it turns out so he was so they found him and he managed to get back with thrawn um but uh but yeah, there's, there's Sabine and and uh, and the are left on this planet in the middle of nowhere in, in an entire other galaxy, and it's and they seem fine about it. And it's like you just you just failed, like the one thing you set out to do. Partly, and, and it's all Sabine's fault ultimately, right? Because she could have chose not to. There's a bit in the midway through the season where she basically gives them the map, like under the pretense she might be able to find that Ezra guy, and it's like, oh, see, on. Dooming a whole bunch of people to to, to probable death for one guy—that classic choice—and you're being Jedi trained. Everyone's fine with it at the end. Everyone's—it's it's all good. It's all cool. It's all water under the bridge. <laughs> it's like I don't get it. I don't get it. It's, like, it's
1: not.
0: And there's plenty of moments in the in this like it's got the classic like stormtroopers are stupid stuff that they seem to keep doing in in the current shows where it's like. You're in a room. You're surrounded by stormtroopers, and like one of them is shooting at a time for some reason. Or they surround you like completely in this encampment, and then they all just like mm. shuffle away into cover or something for some reason. Against one guy, like, just just shoot the guy. <laughs> just shoot him. It's not that hard. Is like for some reason that they just really play into that. I think it was was it the last was it the last man last episode of man. No, it was probably Obi Wan or something. Where there was a bunch of that. where It was just like like a whole bunch of stormtroopers storming some sort of walking into a base down the, one corridor right there's just not even yeah. a big open area just one corridor and no one can shoot anything <laughs> and yeah. it's like but you're like two feet away from the like you're not even <laughs> far know, it's, away. it's not even a long corridor <laughs> it's a dead. It's, yeah they, they, but they, they, they lead into that so hard now and it's it gets quite annoying yeah. And yeah. there were just moments where people just make really stupid decisions. Like even Thrawn, like you're supposed to be like this, this this master strategist, at one point just goes, like like the whole point is they're loading up ready to leave with this material that I can't remember what the hell its deal was, but they're loading up their Star Destroyer with this stuff, and it's like, we can leave as soon as that's done. And we've basically, his entire plan was to delay, to delay them enough so they can just go and not worry about it, right? And it's...
4: Yeah.
0: And then it gets to the point where they seemingly have finished loading up, and then they don't. And then they go, "Oh, we can leave now." And then they don't for ages. <laughs> and it's like, what's that? What's that about? Like, they could just
3: leave. They could just go. This this could have been over a whole, a whole two episodes ago.
0: <laughs> they could have
2: failed sooner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's weird. It, I wouldn't say it was like unenjoyable, but it's like it's weird. No. And you know you've got to have Anakin flashbacks. Just, just saying, they've got to do. Of they've course. got to do that because of the Ahsoka and Anakin friendship. Hey, He wasn't such a bad guy. <laughs> well, he was her. She was his battle. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. He's, he wasn't such a bad guy before he became Darth He's Vader. He, Darth Vader fucking murdered everyone. God, weird. Anyway, that was Ahsoka. That was um. That's Ahsoka. Also, gladiators is back. Like the gladiators, yes, but not the gladiators. <laughs> no, they're, they're all really old. Now. They're <laughs> all really old. I was, I was, I was I did watch it, and I was like, uh, along with like apparently six million other UK viewers, really, it's like super popular. Oh, uh, um, sweet. Uh, but it is like it's it's weird because it is pretty much the exact same show it used to be. Like, I find it strange that the BBC have taken this on. Oh, and yeah. It was very that's the much slightly weird for It was very much an ITV uh, gig mm. beforehand. Um. But they have kind of replicated. They, they haven't changed really much. When that's, I'm surprised actually. Like they haven't ch- Like all the old, the old games are back. The old structure is the same. <laughs> well, like, I mean, okay, they- they've replaced the presenters with uh, instead of Ulrika Johnson and whoever that other guy was that said a wooger a lot. No one was wanted to say it's Chris Ackabusi. It was like I'm pretty sure it's not Chris um, uh But anyway, yeah. They, 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 so instead of them, they've got the. They've got Bradley Walsh and his son Barney Walsh, which is a slightly weird combo, but you know they were they were fine. It was okay. Um, but other than that, it's the same show. It just feels snappier because there's no ad breaks. Mm. Um, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like, it, but it, but it is snappy. It does it does it does zip through the show pretty quick, and that's that's also quite unusual because it means they don't stop and have too much sob story stuff. Like they have a little bit of intro at the start of the. At the start of the episode, where they obviously introduced the competitors and stuff well, like that, I don't think but they, then, but they then didn't there isn't do that much in the old. No, day they enters. didn't, and I'm surprised, like, because that's such a thing to do now, right? That's such a modern TV trope. There wasn't any videos of people jumping over cars, though, right? Because that was that was like always the thing. The competitors would just like like show it's like, and here's them jumping over a car to show off or something. There wasn't any of that. One of the females was from. Uh, Female competitors was from uh, from Ipswich, so we were like, "Yeah, go Ipswich!" She lost. Um, lost. Spoilers spoilers if you haven't seen it. But But at least there was
3: some fun. It's like, "She's from Ipswich! Come on!"
2: Now we just wait for I don't know ITV to make a new Krypton factor. (laughs) Oh my god! Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh man, I'd be down for that. But they would have, again. They would have to not change very much, right? I don't want them to modernize it in any way. I want them to use like crap, like have puzzles that are on a glow on a light box with crappy perspex pieces on top.
1: I mean, that was what the cube
0: was, though, right? Basically, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, <laughs> with a lot more talking and betting. Yeah. But
2: there's no like ridiculous obstacle course. That was such a minor part of that show anyway. That's sort of
1: like, it's the only <laughs> bit you remember, but then you don't remember all the other
0: parts of that whole show. Uh, I remember the observation challenges, right? It was like, let's watch this stupid video, and then yeah. ask questions on it. Or like the occasions where they would do it, make you watch it twice, but there would be differences. Yeah. Video, spot the difference.
1: <coughs> Compelling
0: television. And I actually don't really <laughs> remember much else about it, just like those three things. The lightbox puzzle, the obstacle course, and and the fact that it would go that that beep noise it made at the end of the rounds which is oh, yeah. th- which is i think is the same as the one i use on um mastermind ultimately
3: kind of had the same noise um just a beep 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 i think i'm not even sure about that now i've said it and of course the theme tune
0: get those arch hits in <laughs> <laughs> Who invented the orc hit? <laughs> uh, someone Some sampler <laughs> some manufacturer, i Some sampler sure. person,
3: yeah. Someone in Japan. <laughs> Who would you get to present it, though?
1: <laughs> well, it's all ITV, so Ant and Deck. <laughs> no, you could get Ant and Dec to do a series. <laughs> no, it's not that serious. It's a little bit serious. <laughs> Only about as serious as Gladiators, really. <laughs> It's way more serious than Gladys. It's like the
0: Mastermind, but with, but with different things to do. Because the set was always, like, super dark, right, as well. And they didn't talk to the competitors, really. It was just like, here, do a her thing. <laughs> I watched Mastermind the other day because uh, Andy Zaltzman, one of my favourite comedians, was on it. Hmm. And his specialist subject, he chose the the sculptor Auguste Rodin. Oh. You know the one who you know who painted who painted whatever sculpted the Thinker. You know where yeah, sure. he's like. Uh, so he did the entire round, posed with, with oh, his. Oh wow! This, like this thinking. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> and he won. Oh, those
3: nice, nice. celebrity mastermind. Anyway, it was funny. He was just posed like that for the entire thing in the chair. That's pretty funny. For some reason, like, I'm, I always, uh, like, it's clearly not, but, like, because like, I
0: always think of cogito ergo sum, right, because that's like, because for some reason that phrase is always pictured next to someone doing the thinker, I guess. Doing like, the pose. I'm, yeah, but I'm pretty sure that phrase must must predate Rodan, right? By, <laughs> like, like, millennia, uh, probably, uh, yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, millennia, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: got quite highbrow, suddenly. Uh <laughs>
2: that might yeah, not be true radiators. that might be, like cuz it's not like
1: latin wasn't still a thing that people used when they wanted to be fancy in in much more recent oh, times right, than like, actual latin <laughs> well, no but it was like a full on philosopher accredited
0: thing right? i feel
1: like that might have been something someone in france came up with
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Flat fact eat. check it's only 200 years yeah that's, oh, what is expected okay some could you go, uh, go, yeah, yeah, go okay. could you go Cogito Just because everything. it's Latin
1: doesn't mean it's it does, old.
0: It does. It doesn't mean someone was trying to be fancy. Mm. And it, yeah, it was Descartes who Descartes. was indeed French. Oh, oh wow! Okay, the French French, <laughs> <He wrote up. laughs> <I mean, that's laughs> kind of obvious. <laughs> what do you mean, kind of obvious? <laughs> like I thought it was going to be like Plato. Or You're thinking something of like, vidi Vici, right? That you know, is old, right? Uh, yeah. I've, I thought it was going to be like one of the greats. Like it's a different. Descartes is a bit of a great type of, great of philosophy. philosophy. <laughs> you know, you yeah, know. he's not an ancient philosopher. Like it would ha- his, en- his name would end in Aeus or something. Or... Yeah. All well, the Aeuses. Amadeus, de- <laughs> Amadeus. I don't even know Amadeus. <laughs> it probably <laughs> wasn't even.
3: Rock me Amadeus. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's Highbrow Corner. <laughs> Two low and high. That was, that was what I watched on TV. Anyway. Yeah.
0: I mean, Gnome's been watching Saltburn, but she hasn't actually cast an what opinion. What is that? I have no idea. Is that a TV show? Is that a film? I think I'm it's. A, I think it's a TV show. But uh, okay, I'm. I'm not sure. I've seen things about it, and I'm like, I'm not sure. I could be bothered. No. it's one of those ones where I'll probably come back to it like in yeah, I've got, I've, I've just, way just, afterwards. Just, just totally not on my radar. But no,
3: it might have been a film actually. I don't know. I don't know. I watched Poor Things yesterday, which was the Oscar buzz. Bill. Oh right, yeah,
0: Emma Stone. Yeah, it was amazing, um, and super weird <laughs> in a really and funny. <laughs> and Mark Ruffalo was super hamming it up.
3: Uh, I do like really yeah. Ruffalo? Uh,
0: but, but yeah, if you see the warning screen in front of it, like eighteen rated, strong sex, it says, <laughs> and Whoa. it's like that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Strong. <laughs> strong.
0: There's been I mean this like, year like, like can a lot of for, beef on
2: the show. <laughs> exactly.
0: Super strong. Inch um, sex. <laughs> They're been some crazy good I didn't re- think <laughs> when I saw Oppenheimer, like in the year, that there would be two films better than that that I would see before oh, wow. the Oscars okay. even came around. Huh. Like I prefer I think uh Killers of the Flower Moon, the Scorsese film was uh uh, i'm really good and this was also really really good um so yeah very strong year for the oscars
4: i'm not sure
0: like there's been like uh, obviously like i've been sort of looking ahead to, to to 2024 a little bit in terms of games like thinking about like what's going on in what's going on for the fantasy cricket league obviously <laughs> uh, whenever we actually start that probably too late for Tekken 8 or whatever I don't know yeah it might be pretty close it's definitely too what late for Prince coming? of Persia because that's like out out yeah too late for um, Prince of Persia uh, yeah we'll sort that out very shortly but uh, I need to redeem myself after my god awful 2023 <laughs> result um, reigning champ I've had one no oh, Was it one win one loss for me was it two second places for you Zach, like so far in
1: the league something like that well Dan won both of them Oh, I I've thought I both thought both I won so the far. first year. Uh.
0: No, I won. I won. It was pretty close, but I won. The I've won both. Ah.
3: Of that. Oh, that's that's disappointing. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, I forgot. I totally lost my. Mind.
0: Oh yeah, no. But I, I, I was seeing some threads that I then didn't read about. Oh, this is going to be a really good year for film. And I'm like, yeah, really? Okay. Uh, I can't say I know well, what, what, Aquaman 2? Dune Part 2? <laughs> well, no, Aquaman yeah. 2 was a bomb, wasn't it? Was it? I've have,
3: I have no idea. Yeah,
0: it bombed, it came out. I watched that first one, that first one was weird. <laughs> like, <not laughs> but I it didn't... actually made a lot of money, apparently, the first oh, one. Oh, sure, Jason Momoa. Well,
3: I guess, but it didn't seem to work the second
0: time, around. Yeah, yeah, Well, I guess I guess Momoa being on screen was kind of still a Novelty at that point. Has he had he only been in that and
3: Game of Thrones? Well, uh, yeah. Or uh, what's the other DC film? Justice League, I suppose. Hmm. Yeah, it's a strange film. It was like it was, it was fun. Uh, I remember it was cool generally. Uh, yeah, it's a June. Other than that, I don't really know what else has happened. Sonic.
0: Sonic 3.
3: <laughs> Sonic 3 and Knuckles.
0: <laughs> the uh, cultural highlight of 2024. If Is it this year? Uh, maybe. I, don't I mean, know. It, without Jim Carrey, I don't know how it's going to
3: scale the heights of Sonic the Hedgehog. Sure. I don't know. So another Detective Pikachu film. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Supposedly that's coming. I don't think they've said when that when that's coming out, but supposedly
0: there is another Detective Pikachu film. Well, we'll see. All right. Well, shall we do the lack of news? What's that, going on in that January? Le- that Legend of Zelda film. <laughs> oh, God. But don't forget the Minecraft film. Of oh, the Minecraft film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's news, I suppose. That's like the one bit of news we have, news. like almost. Jack Black has been cast as Steve.
2: It means Steve is going to talk in this film. It's presumably a lot. <laughs> well, hopefully. <laughs> because you can never
0: have enough Jack Black. Also, that probably means there's going to be a musical number. Because <laughs> that's
3: kind of the thing, right? Like, whenever Jack Black is playing anyone, there has to be a musical right. number. <laughs> I guess. it has to be. Anyway, Steve. And Jason Momoa is in that film as well. But as who?
0: Yeah,
1: as Mystery Dude. The bad guy? Well, maybe. <laughs> who is even going to be the bad guy of the Minecraft movie? The uh, dragon thing? Well, sure. Candy I mean, that, was, that would be <laughs> the actual answer, but like, somehow I don't know if that'll work in a film. Also, the dragon in Minecraft
2: is canonically female, so...
1: Oh,
3: okay. So it's not Jason Mubarak. <laughs> <ever.
1: laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't, know. I, don't know. I, I I just legitimately don't know enough about Minecraft I suppose to know what the hell they're going
1: to do with this thing. Well, yeah. that's I mean that is the problem is just like what the, that's why you had the telltale games made up their whole own story. Sure. <laughs> like <laughs> But
0: maybe that's maybe that's a, a good thing, right? Cuz it is blank slate. There is no there's nothing
1: to the to to yeah but that's, back that's where the risk is though because <laughs> like you could make any old bullshit in there and people won't, won't like it probably <laughs> it's probably why that's probably part of the reason why you know like Minecraft dungeons and Minecraft whatever that other one was called <laughs> screwed up what was that other one Got no on i don't remember legends
0: though yeah. no. maybe yeah well, it released last year yes but- it released last year We've already forgotten,
1: and so has everyone else, (laughs) seemingly. But yes, even official Minecraft things that go slightly off, it's like the telltale thing is almost that succeeded because it went further. Like the official Minecraft stuff, which tries to stay relatively close to the original, is like, yeah, but then no one likes that. (laughs) It's
0: a weird thing, isn't it? Like, because like Legend and in some in some respects, like there's no real reason why Legends
1: and Dungeons shouldn't have worked. Well, I mean, apart from the actual gameplay part
0: being oh, maybe, not great or whatever. Maybe, but, yeah. But like, do you, like, is, do you think that was exacerbated by the Minecraft attachment that so it's just like, well, this isn't this isn't. You can't just put Minecraft aesthetic onto a thing and give it the full name and then expect it to do well. Yes, the Minecraft aesthetic doesn't cover for a bad gameplay, certainly. Because I actually sort of thought, like, okay, dungeon, dungeons might have been a bad fit. Like, I, I, I kind of, I can see that now. Like, because there isn't, none, none of the mind craftiness can really make sense in dungeons, right? There isn't a lot of building you can do.
1: Well, I mean... At it, least
0: in Legends, they, or whatever that game was called, I'm going to call it Legends. Yep. Um, there, there at least
1: were building mechanics, right? But I mean, you enter, could have made the building part of the dungeon crawl, because it would basically just be, like, slotting gems in Diablo or whatever. Like... That would be the... Cr- you'd, craft oh, you'd craft the like weapons out mass of weapons. parts. <laughs> <laughs> <Like> just scream, <laughs> well, You believe. wouldn't have to be giant. It would just be like... <laughs> the stats would be changed depending on what materials you used or whatever. Maybe, yeah. There's ways to fit that into the Minecraft aesthetic somewhat. Okay, let's make it more more crafting-focused than normal.
2: Yeah. Or go full... Like, I don't know, like more roguelike and actually build the dungeons
1: where like you have you buy, you get like blueprints for oh. certain parts of dungeons that you can insert or something oh, that's,
0: that's an interesting idea
1: yeah like there
0: are gaps in the dungeon that you know you can that you're allowed to fill in or something and you can fill them in from your
1: pool of yeah
0: stuff that you've It'd be like a deck. I suppose it was more like a deck builder.
1: But I mean, they did do that in Zelda, right? They did the dungeon crafting thing in the remake of whatever that game was. Link to the no, not Link to the Past, the other one. You think it linked Between Worlds? No. No. What was it called? What's that game called? Uh, well, the, one, the, the
0: remake, the one. Yeah, the, the unre- remake, the
1: Unrealy one on that Switch, had that had the dungeon Link's maker, awakening. right? Yeah, Link's Awakening. They had the Dungeon Maker, where you could like huh. rearrange the little dungeon rooms to make your own dungeon. It wasn't
2: actually very good, but you know that's the concept, I guess. Hmm. And yeah, that's you know. Know. yeah, that
3: could. Yeah, maybe they could
1: have, but they didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's just like probably the actual real problem with those games was like under admission, hmm. where it's just like we made something real simple and then just slapped minecraft on <laughs> or or we were like how
0: they probably came at it from the other angle right they were like uh, what do they call it i, I was i was something on um, second wind was talking about this exact design philosophy these two design philosophy differences like bottom up versus top down right um where hmm. bottom up is you focus on the gameplay mechanics and then figure out how to build an aesthetic and a world and stuff around it but the game ultimately gameplay is key um and then top down is where you, is avatar right <laughs> where it's like you've got where you've got an ip and you've already got an aesthetic that you need to munge a game into right uh and minecraft i think has been top down on everything except minecraft itself but avatar is like it that's true, but they had Far Cry, which was bottom-up, arguably, from the uh, very beginning oh, of sure. Far Cry. sure. Yeah, yeah, at the very beginning, yeah. surely. So, so it's not like it was completely top-down from scratch. No, like but the... no, like, you can't say any top-down game is, really, because it, it, no. it has to be built upon something. Yeah. Um, or, you know, you're cribbing average-ass ideas from something else. I feel like yeah. something like Watch Dogs or something is pretty top-down. <laughs> You know, maybe you know I, I don't know mean. yeah or, or I mean most Ubisoft titles you could argue with that these days right it's like oh we've got these open world engines what do we do mm. with it oh we've got that Star Wars license now let's make Star Wars Outlaws or whatever that game's called I yeah. still think um, that looks good I might I'm going to pick be, that for chance it might be alright uh, it might be you know that and oh. that and Jedi seem to be potentially holding up the Star Wars games front um, reasonably well I mean, Jedi is from a quality developer and seems like a quality thing, but I'm not really interested, whereas... Unless Outlaws, you buy the PC version. Yeah. <laughs> right, sure. Which apparently is still yeah. garbage. Which is weird, because I'm sure Respawn made a decent... Fall 2 on PC is, was perfectly fine. Yeah, Apex yeah. um, Legends on that. PC is perfectly fine. And you'd think it would be... Oh, I don't know. It's Unreal Engine as well. You it's think Unreal easy Engine, to yeah. Make it run well. Anyway... Um, but Outlaws, just the con—I don't know—just the ideas in it. Like maybe the execution will fall down, but I'd like it's more interesting to me than Jedi. Maybe I don't know. It's a, it's a but. My problem with it is that it's made by Ubisoft to an extent, and the bit in my head just goes immediately now. Just goes. Ah, it's going to be another open-world game from Ubisoft. And I'm gonna it's going to be do, another Far Cry game, basically, yeah, or another Assassin's Creed or something like that. I'm just going to be doing maybe. the same old stuff, just with a new set dressing
1: yeah
0: <coughs> how like or like the you know Bethesda I guess like Starfield Star Star is suffering from that right where it's like it's, it's, it's yes. another one of those games just with a different set dress, dressing and perhaps some of the uh, you know um, yeah. the, because it's not got proper traversal like it's actually less cool um, as a whole
3: even if their aesthetic is rad but um, yeah I don't know. Anyway, that, that whole thing, that was that was a, uh, I think it was, oh, I don't know, it was on Second Wind, it's their sort of game
0: design talks that, yeah. they, that they do, and it was um, an interesting idea, uh, or an interesting thing to think about, I guess, if you're ever playing a licensed game. It's like,
3: yeah, it does skew your design philosophy. Um, uh, is there anything else going on? really i mean i mean you we can talk about layoffs at Start unity layoffs, yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean
0: there's plenty of plenty of stuff going on on that front go look it up if you But the, the unity is the one that stood out to me like a because it's like nearly 2000 people that's a lot of people it's like mm. a quarter of unity which is bonkers and also this has to be fallout right from the from the from John stuff yeah. Well, yeah. Um, um yeah such a bummer I'm actually kind of like, like, it's that whole situation is super annoying. Not just because of like the the fact that they screwed up and all that stuff, like that's obvious, but the fact that like games need competing engines. Yeah, and uh, like Unity and Unreal, Unity isn't Unreal. Like that's 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 I think that's fair to say, but it's in terms of tech progress, um but if you want if you were going to make a third party use a third party engine and and not build your own then mm. uh or not have or don't have the resources to build your own you want some options to look at and if and if unity goes by is goes by the wayside and starts to decline I, I really don't know what else is out there that fills the void in the same way mm-hmm. Um, like people talk I think about there are alternatives. There are alternatives. But like there's like Godot or Godot yeah. or whatever has been talked Go about God, a, yeah. a fair amount um, since the fallout. But um, but I don't think that's as an advanced as a, advanced no. a, um, system. But it's completely or, free and open source, right? So yeah, sure. They, they don't have. I'm sure a lot of people work hard on making it good, but it's not it doesn't have that commercial incentive to you know so, to work yeah. full time on the tools as as much as unity are the bad guys and probably will be continue will continue to be the bad guys and unity and, and a bit unreal will want to cash in on this at some point as well and be like mm. well we can raise really prices now because we've not got we've not got a competition anymore um, mm. uh,
3: yeah i don't know it, 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 sure it, it, unreal it, it's 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 a bad place
0: to be cheap as it stands <laughs> oh well, <laughs> but yeah yeah it's not it's not super cheap but it's also not unreasonable compared to what yeah. unity's plans were
1: <laughs> yeah
2: i guess i like, talking about
1: engines vaguely reminded me of one other bit of news i guess which is just like randomly at the start of the at start of the year valve has decided to shut down basically all the community projects that were currently going like Wait, portal really? 64 and yeah. and what was the other one? T F two source two?
0: source two, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. They've that's... just gone
1: around to basically all of the current community things and just been like, no, season this time. That's surprising. Down time. Because Valve have always been
0: kind of all about this. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, the Portal 64 one maybe makes sense because he was at the point of being like, this is like I'm making an actual Nintendo cartridge with oh, Valve wow. IP on it, which is like, yeah, maybe maybe that one has oh. gone far enough. I mean,
0: if he doesn't sell it from John, Then what can you do? If it's not a commercial, if it's not a for-profit business, then what's the... What, what really is the harm in that one in particular? It's not like he's making a no, brand I mean, new I, game. I would
2: bet
1: Nintendo's probably not super happy about people remaking their old hardware for reals either.
0: <laughs>
1: again, I don't, I don't
0: know what... How, okay, Nintendo getting involved would make a bit more sense, but, like, because just... Not, again, because I, I think it makes sense from a no. business perspective, but because it's Nintendo. Yes. Um, like, for Valve to do this, that's nuts.
1: Because what are Valve? They're not, Valve aren't even really gaming. Well, yeah, it's like, where did this come from? That's the question. It's just like, why have they, why now, suddenly, all of them? Like, it's not like they've picked them off gradually over time, but they've just done this huge random dump at at this one specific time at the start of this year.
0: Because what do Valve really do at the moment, they've got Dota 2 and Counter-Strike 2, and that's kind of it. Right? Like in, terms of, of. in terms of active games like okay tf2 is still running but it's i wouldn't call it inactive yes, that's, that's like one guy even maintaining that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's probably more than one guy but still yeah uh it's not a lot of, not not a big uh not
3: a big thing that's that's infuriating actually i mean i'm
1: incensed <laughs> um and the only the only possible reason, obviously, because the conspiracy must be that they they are they are planning on doing something. That they're planning on sizing up. Yeah, <laughs> they're planning on starting something. So they've got to shut down all these other projects that seem random, but maybe they're not. I mean, I did
0: see a legit thing going on, which is one of those Nvidia RTX conversions. It's official conversions of Half Life Two, right? Right. They're doing a, you know, path traced. Cool, and there's been some path traced Half-Life Two, and they show- there's a video showing Ravenholm in 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 RTX on. They should have started with Lost, Lost Coast. <laughs> yeah, maybe. because yeah, they did Portal and stuff, and that is like super punishing, right? Isn't it? um oh what well, like any, any of these are yeah all like, raising,
1: all raising. But, but now they're doing half life
0: 2 yeah probably should have done lost coast but and it's not as famous not many people played but it's lost famous coast for specifically
1: comparison. the reason
2: why you'd want RDAs yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: to work <laughs> yeah specifically the a graphics stuff, demo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: but ravenholm is cool so it's pretty moody in there
0: yes
2: i suppose you're, you've got a lot of chances for shadows did,
1: to happen yeah, in ravenhole because <laughs> that, like that. that was how it was yeah. originally <laughs> indeed just not
0: real yeah i know it wouldn't make a great it's probably not a great ray tracing though But bit me was just like well actually like if they did proper water stuff on the boat sections improve the airboat stuff. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like, but you wouldn't I'd see it though no <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't it wouldn't it would be subtle but it would be but it would probably look cool uh well, we'll be playing Half-Life 2, I'm sure, this year, since it's the anniversary. Apparently, yes. we'll oh, yeah. It. Unless we want to play for the 25th anniversary, like people keep doing. Well, yeah, it's, it's tw- it's, yeah it's, look, look, marketing seem to prefer 25 over 20 for some reason. But... We already did Half-Life at the 20. Yes, we March. do have I did, to, we have to yeah. continue I think it's that. Time. <laughs> Maybe we play that new Beyond Good and Evil remastered
3: collection. <laughs> God damn it we, got it, we were too early. Yes, um, I'm doing that, licks, that lip That lips. Yeah, you did thing. it right there. Yeah, yeah, we talked. Yeah, we talked. We, we talked talk, talk about this before the podcast.
0: And like, like our lips smacking can be quite annoying. And I just did it just offhand. Like, just, <laughs>
2: just. yeah. But I don't true. think there's any more news, really. Really, that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's time for what have you been playing, Zach? Not that much this time. I think we oh,
1: we've sort of caught up on my backlog of talking about things. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mostly. Uh, I played the whole of Cocoon in like one go. Because it's like yep. six hours long. Yeah, right? yeah. it's not s- On Game Pass. Yes. Nice. It's good, right? It's fine, I oh, guess. what? <laughs> <laughs> It's like very uncomplicated and like they it's could have gone super hard, they could no. have gone much further with the mechanics in I, several ways that I like already I, thought of. I agree with that. There's some
0: cool mechanics at the end that sort of make you think like oh they could do a whole bunch of this and then they sort of don't. Yeah. But that's kind of that game all over. It's like they're, they're quite like let's introduce a mechanic
1: and it very much doesn't outstay its welcome. Like, Well but there isn't any mechanics to introduce really. <laughs> that's like that's sort of the problem. There's like that I guess there's two mechanics three mechanics i guess and one of them is the whole main point of the entire game <laughs> sure and then there's like two sub mechanics but yeah it's like and also it's also simplified by the fact that it's so 100 percent linear like yes Doors are constantly closing behind you, so there's no ambiguity about maybe maybe you did something in a weird order or anything. It's just like if you if the platform goes away, you know you're never going to go back. <laughs> yeah,
0: which is a bit of a problem if you're trying to find all of the 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 hidden dudes. I forget what they're called. Sure,
1: but, like. but that's, those aren't even super hidden either.
0: <laughs> no, there are and there's actually like signs. Yeah. that you start to know you know after you found a couple of them, you'd be like, oh right, this, this is the indicator that there's a secret nearby. I I assume you didn't work out whatever the super secret is because I didn't go back and try and figure out what that was
2: I don't know if I noticed it really, apart from the
1: dudes I mean obviously you're getting all the dudes and then they show off in that one room at the end and that's about it Yeah, (laughs) but that's not really a secret indicator
3: no, there is is apparently a secret ending but it's like it's properly hardcore again (laughs)
2: But yeah, the, the, like the, 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 there was some real obvious ways that they could have made the mechanics way more like sort of specific because like they have the one the one mechanic where it's
1: like basically you know you're shooting a gun through the worlds oh yeah that's that's neat that's the yeah. one that's the one time that they do that but like that whole concept could have gone way further right because like you put you what you you should have been like you put one of the worlds into the rainy world and then the rain goes through Into that other world, like that's that's what the shooting the gun into the world into the orb implies, right? Is that things can pass through? Things go through, yeah. So if you put if you take a if you take something into the green world where it's all rainy, the Uh, rain should transmit down. Oh yeah, they could they could have used that yeah as as an extra environmental trick, and then you could have taken that to like each of the different worlds could have had a different effect, like wind in the dusty world or whatever. And then, depending on the order you stack them, it could combine in some way. Yeah, potentially. And if you wanted to, you could maybe even it would be way more complicated. But you could have had like gravity. So, like when the when you have when you, those times when you attach the orbs to walls, that could shift the gravity in that world in some way. Maybe that would be way more difficult to yeah, manage puzzle wise. I also don't
0: know that you have a lot. Uh, you know, the game is designed to only be able like one stick one button well yeah so it's like i don't know if that would
1: start to mess with that a little but yes there was opportunities to do more with that mechanic i think (laughs) but yeah it's fine (laughs) okay i thought it was really cool and i agree
0: i agree with a lot of outlets sort of saying that hey some maybe some of the best sound design of the
2: year i mm, i guess (laughs) didn't really notice anything it's it's just a lovely
0: cohesive whole. yeah i mean yes the thunk when you move between worlds is obviously cool because it is it's such a it's it's very punctuated compared to the rest of the audio landscape of that game right (laughs) so when you actually do jump between worlds and you get that that landing thump like Mm. it's it's cool and you feel it but uh, like it's just everything is really really lovely and subtle like i don't know like when the Spoilers, I suppose, slightly. When the orange power, I'm not, I won't say what, but when the orange power, it's doing its thing and it's building the platforms, and you get that lovely crystalline sort of noise as its as stuff is appearing and stuff like that. It's all very subtle, but it's but it's there, and, and I appreciate it. Mm. Obviously, just just the super glowy look of everything or shiny look of everything is neat as well. As
1: is as is standard for me though. Boss fights, meh. Well, I mean, no, that, not a highlight of that game. Game's not meant to be about boss fights. And that's yeah. the classic problem of like having a random change uh, of pace. Non, non-puzzle yeah. mechanic in a puzzle game, ha- having a change of pace. <laughs> yeah, uh, like
0: definitely, definitely not the highlight for me. But that's gen- I just generally feel that way about boss fights in most games. I'm I'm learning, like I'd, I say, I'm learning. I think I've known for a very long time. It's just like I don't know. Boss boss fights for me aren't. I want the spectacle, but I don't necessarily want their mechanics. They're just they most of the time annoying. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever liked boss fights apart from with the possible exception of Zelda. Yeah, Um, I mean those are moments, aren't they? They're like they're like events in Zelda. Like, and they're they're not often they're not often mechanically awkward.
1: Well, I mean the whole point of Zelda bosses was. In the old way of doing it, it, was like obviously it's about using the one item you get, and therefore mm. you're not you're yeah. not you're not trying to work out what the boss is yeah, while you're yeah, fighting yeah. it or whatever, and then losing and then having to restart. It's like oh well, I know this boss is going to require me to use this one thing. There isn't, yeah, there yeah, isn't so fair. much of <laughs> that.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree with that. It's very it's more it's more guided. I don't uh, particularly like Mario bosses necessarily or at
1: all particularly. <laughs> Really I of- mean, the Odyssey ones were
2: decent. They were right.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I don't know. They were they, they made them all right by being making them easy. Sure, sure. but well. I
2: mean, it's a Mario game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but the platform isn't always easy. And then they at least gave you and harder Mario. versions later. Yeah, yes. that's true.
1: I mean, the, like if you, the, the, obviously the annoying Mario ones was like Mario sixty four, right? Because trying to work out the physics of spinning Bowser around and timing oh, sure the right. release was actually yeah, really annoying just at the time. One-
0: it's just one boss, really. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, I yeah, was, but the trouble was, like,
1: it never got any easier. Like, learning the timing of that somehow never—you never really did. It's like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's yeah, just like, you had to kind of do it by feel every time. <laughs> and it was—I mean, but that's okay. It's worth it for the audio design
0: of Bowser, so <laughs> <yeah. laughs> obviously. And it was a little bit punishing because if you got that wrong and didn't hit
1: the explosive part on the arena, yeah, as well, yeah, yeah yeah that's because you actually did have to aim. yeah wasn't yeah. just chucking him off the platform <laughs> it was chucking him at a very specific point on the again of the platform. it's it's like
0: because they need something yeah they climactic leave, they need climat- a
1: moment clim-
0: climactic yeah climactic um like, but, but then, i think i uh, but zelda's the only one that really pulls off actually somewhat fun sometimes bosses as well as being climactic and cool yeah, it's like Sonic, right? Because like Sonic has the same problem. Like the boss fights in Sonic games are generally just a just a roadblock, right? They're not super yeah. tough. Um, every now and then you get one that does suck a little bit. Like I don't know that um, Sonic Three Hydro City Act Two boss. Uh, I think it's act 1 in ha- just waiting around a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> where he's just spinning the water and there's nothing you can do during that sequence, but actually went to get out of the water and hit him that window is so small and so awkward. Yeah. That's just a rubbish boss. And but but then there's the ones where it's uh, Sonic Mania actually does this. There's, like, there's like I think it's the 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 metal Sonic, the big form of Metal Sonic where he's got like a it's a little bit like the 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 boss from Death Egg from Sonic 3 where he's like a big robot Mm. crunching the level as he's coming at you. But like the hit zones around the arms and what you're actually allowed to hit and stuff like that is really not clear. Mm. And it's... I'm picking out the bad examples because most of the time a Sonic boss is fine. Like you immediately yeah, understand what fine. you need to do, and it's like, oh, that's okay, cool. I can just, I can just. <laughs> or you'll fuck up a couple of times, and then you'll just pick up a ring and be like, okay, I know
1: not to do that now. Yeah. Like as long as you don't lose your ring, it's fine. And um, it's also not like there's much variance in how Sonic fights things. No, <laughs> you wait for the opening and then you jump at it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, yeah, and and they're fine. Like I, I have no, I have no beef with those generally. Um, I guess in the modern world, like. God of War does good bosses, but it's really just an um, spectacular sequence. The actual boss part of it isn't necessarily great. I suppose you did all the Valkyries and stuff. That's I guess that's they count as bosses. Oh did you it? not? Yeah, I didn't do every Valkyrie, no. Oh right. Yeah, I did I did them all in in the first God of War. Uh yeah, and I did a couple of them far too early. Um mm. because I didn't peg the whole colour of the health bar thing. Yep. you know where it warned you because it went like purple or something and i thought that was just boss colored and then that, oh that, no that's like and that's like this <laughs> yeah, is the worst you thing you could be doing right now yeah
3: because didn't, didn't it didn't go like red when it was like game.
0: didn't it go like yeah. red when it was like dangerous and i'd seen that and i'd been like okay i'll avoid yeah. that guy but it went purple and i'm like oh that must be boss color <laughs> or something right <laughs> and, yeah. just, and, then, and then bashed my head against this boss for ages thinking i could take it and, and i did eventually take it but you it can was, do it of course yeah. to the credit of the game it's possible but yeah but good god that was like underleveled that was like the hardest yeah, doing that was probably the hardest thing I've done in video games for a very long. Yeah, <laughs> that was obscene. Yeah. It's like basically a Dark Souls
3: yeah. situation. It was
0: it was great though. Like once I did it, I was like, "Oh hell yeah." Again,
3: <laughs> the dolphin well, rush from like Dark Souls, right?
0: Yeah. But but I was getting so angry with it during the process. Like it wasn't yeah. a bad fight. Like it, it that was the thing. Like, like it was actually a really great fight um yeah and so and so while it was annoying me that i couldn't do it and how just how hard it was and how surprisingly hard that was uh obviously because i was doing it too early (laughs) yeah uh, i'd say god of war is pretty good on the old boss stitch yeah Uh, no i've got no got no problems there um the last boss on hi-fi rush i didn't like that much
3: i'm being honest i love hi-fi rush but that last boss is a bit of an ass (laughs) um
1: Sorry. Derailed. Boss Fights. <laughs> well, I haven't played that yet still. <laughs> still waiting on that one. Boss Fights the game. Well, no, Hi-Fi Ration uh, Yes, not no. quite. Uh,
0: yeah, you should play Hi-Fi Ration. It's good.
1: Uh, I played the full version of Timberborn, I guess. That beaver colony sim. <laughs> we... <laughs> right <laughs> Co-co- coincidentally <laughs> <You know, it's. laughs> a different game which has beavers and also a colony not against the storm where they're just one of the races. this one is only about beavers <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> but yeah not enough beaver action in video games that can out no. wrong but no 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 there is now with these two games coming <laughs> <Yeah>. out <laughs> You have played Sim and now it's time for yeah, pretty much. Beaver. Apart from it's not the, the beaver the beaver part has not very much <laughs> to do with it really. Like the fact that they're beavers is very slight the in terms theming of the actual is game.
0: Poor, okay, that's not enough shame.
1: stripy tails. Oh, I mean, you make dams, and that's like the main part of it. Obviously, is the controlling the water so you can survive the dry season. But it's not like beaver dams; they're just like blocks. <laughs> it's just like yeah. they've they've learned how to use. Plank
0: bricks. <laughs> <laughs> are beaver tails even stripy or are they just like flat and
1: I don't, like, I don't they're, know they're in stripy. real life. They're always represented as having a pattern on them
2: Yeah, game.
0: I sort of just like in my like I, I can't make up my mind whether they're 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 that sort of tenu- cross, a bit I more tanuki. Yeah, or a bit more like a grilled steak in cartoon yeah. form or something. No, I think they're flat and
3: darkened like leaf shaped, aren't they? Sort of not leaf, but you know, I don't know.
2: Like wider at the end and rounded <laughs> yeah I don't know but they yeah, just like they, the fact
1: that these, your, these are beavers is almost irrelevant <laughs> like, although the one thing that I still manage to keep forgetting every time I've tried to play, play this game is like they can swim <laughs> it's like you don't need to build bridges <laughs> right. just build a staircase that goes into the water <laughs> and they're totally fine <laughs> they can even build stuff like while they're swimming but like, you don't even need to worry about that right cool. <laughs> which is helpful for dealing with all this water that you need to deal with but the problem i uh, like so the problem with that game is that there's like the progression is sort of non-existent like it has a science like it has an unlock tree where you have to you start with like the inventor's hut which makes a tiny trickle of science and then you can later upgrade to like the observatory which makes way more Except the problem with that is that what you actually do is just don't research anything with the Inventor's Hut until you unlock the observatory and then just skip skip to the much higher science output. It's like there's no reason to waste your tiny trickle of research on anything apart from unlocking the observatory (laughs) and immediately skipping to the much higher science rate. And that kind of extends to everything in the science tree because it's a fully optional it's not like a branching tree it's a flat tree like everything you can unlock it just costs more or less points depending on how oh, I see. So how high tech the thing is you don't have to
0: take up the take the steps
1: yes yeah, so there's no there's no actual progression to it it's just like you just wait until you have the points and then you get just, the thing just, what do you want yeah you can have that <laughs> so yeah that's sort of one of the problems and then that sort of leads that combines with the other problem of just being like there's no real because there's no progression in the tech tree, there's no real progression in the actual like way you play the game, so once you've got past the like surviving part where you've got the water under control enough to survive the droughts and you've got enough food in the wet area near the water so you can continuously grow food and wood and whatnot, then like you've basically solved that game, mm. and then the only thing beyond that is just like making the beavers as happy as possible by basically producing every good or whatever make every different type of food make every different type of entertainment building but like that's there's no purpose to that like you you're not really doing anything except just adding more buildings and adding more beavers and that right so there's no real like end goal no and there's no real like threats beyond the start right so what's the point well it's just like it's that is what's the game here (laughs) <laughs> can you like get run out of resources? Can you like sim city yourself into debt or like kind of but not really like the the obviously there are infinite sources for su- I mean trees obviously you can just grow so a lot of the stuff that's made of wood obviously that's infinite and then the food same thing is just like as so long as you that's where the water management comes in because you if you if you can keep the water on the map so it constantly irrigates the surrounding area then that's where you can grow your food and trees and whatnot all year providing there's still water there but then once you've solved that it's like you're basically done (laughs) and then so like really it seems like in the later game the only thing to do is just make things more fancy like, I on the late game of the save that I was playing, I was just like, well, I'm getting, there's this big flat area that's, like, quite far away from the river so I can use the explosives to dig an entirely new channel and have a giant irrigation path that irrigates all of this land and then I can build some giant farms, but, like, why? Because <laughs> at that point, I'd already... My population was, like, enough to run all my buildings and I'd already unlocked everything in the tech tree. It was just like, well why would i need to build a whole bunch of new farms and get a bunch of new population because there's nothing else left to do (laughs) i've already solved all the problems in this one tiny area (laughs) so this huge ass map with all these other possible possibilities for diverting water through is like not there's no point to it apart from just to do it just to be fancy right which isn't really enough i don't think it's like it's very it gets it's it's survival until it turns into a sandbox which is very quickly it does that right yeah you basically
0: win the game super early and then it's like yeah okay there you can just chill
1: yes i mean they are this game <laughs> this game is still being updated and it's still in early access technically but like then so the next big update that's about to come out i believe they're trying to solve the solving it problem by making like there's going to be a Instead of just drought and wet season, there's now going to be the occasional season where the water turns bad. So, Mm. if you then you have to, then you basically have to have a second version of your flood control for the bad water, where it's like during that season, change those floodgates around and divert all the bad water out of the way so it doesn't poison everyone or whatever. So, it's like they've added one more layer to the solving the problem with the water,
2: but that also may not last very long i guess right yeah i don't know that that game's fine i mean it's it's nicely functional and it does it does do some
1: fairly advanced things with like how the construction system works with like you can build platforms to raise to build like raised walkways and obviously that's important for building dams or whatever but like a lot of the buildings that have flat tops you can just stack on top of each other so you can build like multi-story things and and it has like mechanical power that can transmit through different buildings and all that kind of stuff water wheels so if if you control the river to make the and it's actually based on like the flow rate so you you can like narrow the channel to make the water go faster so the water wheels are better and that kind of stuff but yeah it's like it seems like you kind of solve the solve the problems of that game quite quickly (laughs)
0: Like, have I talked about this on the podcast before? Like, like, sorry, all this talk about beavers. Yeah, it's just reminding me. Like, there was a, like a like a TV show in like the early '90s or late '80s or something like that, where like called Gophers. Do you remember, do you remember this at all? It was like a um, combination of uh, live action acting of people dressed as gophers and li- living next to like suburban houses, two, two houses basically like the gophers live in one house and the, the, the some rabbits live in the house next door and they're like they, they, they're uptight neighbours or something and there's some like bizarre storyline about some mad scientist wanting something that's under the gophers' house or something and there was a talking zucchini at one point. <laughs> and like no 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 not ringing any bells no 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 I was just thinking of the Angry Beavers. Yeah. No, it's not the Angry Beavers, no. <laughs> daggy, daggy. Daggy, daggy, daggy. Candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, look. I was just looking me up to make sure I wasn't just going completely mad and that I remembered this thing. It
1: totally exists. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, Take your word for it.
1: <laughs> Gophers. Gophers. And then, last thing the only other thing that I played, apart from some Rocket League, of course. Uh, which i th- back in Leventown. Leventown <laughs> Central. Um I played some more of Dyson Sphere program, going back to that and the combat thing. Hmm. Haven't really got into any more of the combat still. Still seems like I've I've just like figured out the plan to just avoid it. But I've reached the point where I wanted to like basically move to the real base. Like forget all that old shit I've already built. Let's build the real one. Hmm which I used to do by moving to a planet that was tidally locked. So you just get full solar on one side and use that as the power source for the whole star system, basically. And then Dyson that star. Cause of, of often the tidally locked planets are around like blue stars, which put, put out more power anyway. So it's more beneficial to build the Dyson there. Mm. So that's what I usually did. And I was, I was, fortunately in this save found a system that has that that the enemies haven't populated yet so i could just like build without having to worry about defenses and then it's just like oh this is just back to the normal game and then i uh, then so now now that i've got like the warp drive so i can move around between these different star systems and deal with that you, you then you reach the still even weirder part of the enemies where like they send seed ships between systems to to spread to new systems and you can intercept them in warp in like in the space between the star systems and just destroy them but they're totally defenseless so it's like it's super easy you Mm. just fly there the hardest part is actually managing to come out of warp close enough to them (laughs) because you're just like flying out you're flying in a direction that like 0.2 light years a second or whatever and you have to just pop out of your warp drive directly onto them. Because when you're warping between stars... As you start to come close to a star system, your warp drive automatically slows down. Mm-hmm. So the closer you get to like the star, it starts dropping down. And then once you start coming to the planets, it drops down even further. So you can pretty much just keep your aim directly on a planet and just warp directly onto it. But with these seeds out in between the stars where your warp drive doesn't automatically spool down, you're just having to just really precisely try and drop it, which is kind of awkward. Manually? Like, just be like... Whoa, yeah, whoa, just turn it whoa, 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 off. Off. And it's made much more difficult by the weird, like, the crazy warping effect, which makes it hard to see what you're looking mm. at. And you're really just looking at a dot. Because <laughs> at first, obviously, it's like an icon because it's far away. And you have, like, this... You can turn on a targeting line on anything in space that gives you a direction to point at. which is helpful for just jumping <laughs> between planets, but you can do that for the seeds as well. But, like once you start getting close and you're just looking at a single pixel in this weird warping effect Mm. and you're trying to keep an eye on your range indicator that's telling you how far away it is to hit the button at the right moment to pop out a warp on top of it. It's like trying to like precisely put like 20 quid of petrol in your car. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that that's probably the hardest part of getting those. But once you once you get on it, it's like they don't even have any defences or anything. You shoot them and they die. Okay. And then it takes like some amount of time for them to be spawned.
0: What do you need these for what are these seeds even for?
1: That's for the enemy spreading to a new system. Oh, I see. That. Like if oh, they that's... if they totally don't have any presence at all, hmm. they fire them out of the other systems that they've occupied periodically. But yeah, that and that seems relatively slow so once i'd got to this new system that i was trying to build this but new basin which was unoccupied i was like well let me just quickly fly around the facility and clear out any seeds that happen to be flying around nearby mm. that i can quickly warp to and then every time i the one that i have to look out for is like the system that i've occupied there's a seed on the way to it but it's coming from like way over the outside of the galaxy so it's so it's going to take like hours to get here so i have to keep an eye on that just to make <laughs> sure i don't forget <laughs> and then it like sneaks in <laughs> while i'm not looking is that something you can just build defenses for so they- no because th- those are like because it's outside the star system you can't automate automatically defend against that. I'm not sure you can even automatically do anything about the actual hives. Like, if you let it come into the system and form a hive, I don't think there's any way to automate defending against that. Right. You actually physically have to do it yourself to kick them out, which I still haven't done, because I still haven't unlo- unlocked all the upgrades to the space fleet.
0: Right, so they still own you.
1: Yes. I fly anywhere near it, I just die. Mm. But, yeah. I, I just... But are uh,
0: they still useful? Like for, like, putting holes in planets
1: or that. Well, yeah, there's that. And, like, uh, as I think I said before, like, once the once the enemies level up a certain amount, they start dropping actual drops when they die. So you can theoretically harvest that as well. Hmm. But the scaling on that seems weird because you can look at, like, basically the drop chart that tells you what the enemies will drop. And in there, you can actually toggle it on and off. So if you don't want some garbage that they're dropping, you can just say, don't make don't, them drop that care. any longer. Oh, okay. Which is kind of nice. But, like, so that scaling, that list of things that I can drop goes from, like, level 3 to, like, level 25 plus or whatever. So it maxes out at level 25. And even at the point that I'm at, this is all on default settings, like, the point of the game that I'm at, which is sort of, I would say, like, late mid-game, I suppose, the base in my home systems are only at, like, level (laughs) 5. so they're nowhere, they're nowhere near this high, super high level and i mean obviously i haven't been aggroing them hmm. intentionally because that seems to be the way to do it so i'm like am i ever going to see a level 25 enemy hmm. <laughs> admittedly i haven't looked at what level the the like undisturbed hives in all these far out star systems that i have i haven't ever interacted with because if you look at them on the map you can sometimes see like this one is sending out a shit ton of cargo ships so it must be relatively high level or you can sometimes see like the fleet orbiting the main hive and be like well that's a shit ton of ships Mm. so it's like what level is that hive at
0: you can't see until you're in the system
1: i don't think so and it also wouldn't tell you how necessarily how high level the ground bases would be either Mm. Because when a new ground base spawns, it inherits the level of the hive of that system, but only when, it, when it's a new one. Right. So otherwise it just develops on its own timer. So yeah, I don't know. But yes, I, it's basic, basically I've been having a break from the combat apart from the you know alerts every five minutes when my home base system is getting its regular wave attacks. It's like, don't even worry about that. I, I've, better, I've, I've automated that sufficiently for now. At level five or whatever, they occasionally manage to destroy one miner. (laughs) Occasionally, but even that's not important because that base kind of isn't doing anything at the moment. It's background researching some science far too slowly to matter. It's just chipping away at some some of the like high higher level space fleet stuff, which just takes a long time. But I'm now in the process of like now's now we can build the real science labs. Now that I've got this... Unlike the
0: beavers, you can't just skip
1: to it. No. Space beavers. I mean, you could... As with Factoria and the other similar games of this type, like, maybe once you make blueprints that you can pull from game to game, you'll be like, put down, the, put down the full blueprint of the labs, but only fill it half in or whatever as right. you go. Mm-hmm. Slightly harder to do in this game than Factorio, because you can't... You can't make stacked blueprints as easily as you can in Factorio you could do it in in Dicesphere, but it's much more difficult to because in Factorio you can in when you've got the blueprint window open you can like right click on any part of it to just remove that from the from the blueprint oh I see
0: before you even put it down but it doesn't but only for that placement right
1: like, so it's no around. it's the other way around when you're making the blueprint you select everything and then you can right click on that oh, copy gotcha. of the blueprint to get rid of parts of it gotcha, gotcha. and then save that so then you could make three different versions based on the same buildings but with hmm. different parts of it existing and you can sort of do that in Dysosphere, except you can only delete everything of a type which isn't as helpful like, you can right-click to remove every type of Tier 1 belt in this blueprint, but that's not actually very useful. <laughs> you can't individually select a, a line like you can in Factorio. Gotcha. But yeah, like, I, mean, I haven't got nearly as... I don't find the blueprints nearly as useful in Diasphere. Well, also, because they're inherently more awkward to use because of the spherical planets. Is, yeah. You've, you you have to be kind of careful about where you're making a blueprint because otherwise you lock it onto like the equator or whatever because it can't fit anywhere else because of the way it interacts with the grid of the planet, which is sometimes useful and sometimes you know totally useless because you can only use it in that one situation. And I really wish there was a way to blueprint like mining because it's. That's one of the, it. It's in fact, it's way easier because you just make a blueprint that's like a square of miners, and then just ones that aren't on the mineral patch just don't get built. Mm. And you just slap it on there. Whereas in this one, each miner has to be individually placed to cover the veins until you unlock the second tier of miners. But then those you
2: you're just building one big building basically, and therefore you don't need to blueprint that either. yeah that's Dinosphere program I just the enemies are, have temporarily at least become
1: even more irrelevant because um, I'm not even in the system with enemies at the moment right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah I, I do want to finish the the space combat tech tree and see what it's actually like to dislodge well, one fully yeah or even if you can well, I'm pretty sure you can but like is there any point to mm. Because if, if the re- if you if resources drop from the enemy, surely the actual r- tactic is just to let them keep coming. Yeah. As long as it's outweighing your resource expenditure. But you can build laser turrets and they only run on power, so theoretically, infinite resources. Just just build another sphere around the sun and
2: power them. Yeah, exactly. Please.
1: Build another sphere. That's so the other thing about I was like, I've never really got into the late game of Dice Sphere Programme of having multiple spheres. Right. Not the again. That's the sort of the the point. At that point in the game, you've sort of finished. Mm. That's the once mm. you've built a sphere, that nothing else is really going to change after that point. <laughs> Just make better, and more efficient factories to make the spheres. Yeah,
2: that's that. That's pretty much everything that I played. I guess I finished Power Wash Simulator. It was like really
1: last time we talked around, I still only had one, that, one last level to go anyway. So I think it was a got that giant ass temple thing that you had to clean, and it took a very long time and was kind of annoying. which it was like there was no nuance to a lot of it because it's just like one giant flat wall, <laughs> which is not the most interesting part even of that game. Mm. Yeah, that's- right again. Yep. And then left. And then right again. And then you get a cutscene at at the end of, you know... With cats. Of all the... Yes, of all the time-travel volcano cats, everything. <laughs> it all comes together at the end. A TV show in that somewhere.
3: <laughs> time-travel volcano cats. Yeah. Maybe they can meet up with the samurai pizza cats. Yeah, probably. They'll have a good reunion.
2: And then there was a song, I guess, in the credits.
3: (laughs) Gotta have a song. It was a
2: tramp.
0: We wash all day, and we wash all night. It was
2: quite a lot like (laughs) that. It was a song about power (laughs) washing. It wasn't just a
1: random song. It was a song very specifically about power
0: washing This is, Is that last level at least, like, you can you quick save in the middle of it like can you do it or do you have to do it in like a single save no
1: yeah you can save at any time at all the <laughs> levels <Good. laughs> and I finished off all the level specific achievements because I had missed a couple but they weren't like because they were in the early levels It's was like those are kind of easy well make sure you get your power washer right in this cranny Well, like the one of them I missed because I forgot to check the achievement before starting the level. On like the second level, was just like clean the twelve stepping stones first, and it's like well I can just knock that out to restart that level and quickly do that. Luckily, because it doesn't require you to also finish the level after doing that. Right, I see. In that specific case, because some of the other achievements are like that, Mm -hmm. where it's like do that first and then (laughs) finish the whole thing. And the other one that I think I missed was like power wash the van using only the super high powered but tiny nozzle. No. but Because it's only a van, that doesn't take that long. Okay. And you can, it's like, that's the trick to that game is like when you're using the super high powered nozzle but it's but it's not very, you're not using it, if you're not using it for cleaning the super tough dirt where you need the pressure, then you can just stand really far away to like cover as much area as possible because it's still high pressure. So it, 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 you're in this garage when you're cleaning the van, you're like, I need to stand as far back against the walls I can to get maximum area, even though I'm using the super high pressure nozzle, <laughs> which doesn't help super much because it's still you can't get that far away. But it helps a little bit. And then I did also try some uh, like one of the challenge mode levels where just like, there's two different types of challenge mode levels where you have the sp- speed run basically you do it real fast. And then there's the do it with a limited amount of water, which is like, I could, I didn't, I tried one of those once, and I was like, no, I don't even want to try and do that because that's just too much effort right. to try and work out how to actually be efficient. <laughs>
0: oh, what? Right, okay, yeah, <laughs> limit limited water supply,
1: limited soap, like time. That's fine. You can just mm. there's. You can f- f- figure out the best way to quickly rip through the stuff giving and it also in, in that case it gives you like specific attachments and whatever which sort of hints you towards what might be a technique to get through it quicker but yeah i don't i, didn't, I don't I don't play fresh and washer for for like
2: you know stress <laughs> that's kind of the whole point of that game right yeah,
0: watch a thing get less day
2: yeah, that's the end of my weird achievement hunting in that game.
1: <laughs> not going to do the time, the challenge mode achievements and also obviously can't do any of the hold of achievements for all of the DLCs.
2: Oh, great. Because
1: they did that. They put, put in more achievements of all the DLC packs. Huh. So I'm not going to clean any SpongeBob stuff or DeLoreans.
0: <laughs> I suppose Steam never like split that off in the... It feels like I mean I don't think Xbox does either. Or
1: I mean, this was on the Xbox, of course, because it's Game Pass, right? It's not Steam.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. You're playing, you're playing that version, but yeah, like, but even, even like I'm, of all of all things, like it would make sense if Steam would split the. Well, there was a way at least for the main achievements to be.
1: Split. I mean, I feel like there was right. Like I yeah. think that might be one of those weird, like hidden Steam things that no one ever uses in the same way as like the leaderboards and whatnot. <laughs> right, they
0: weirdly reverted because it because would like if you look at a game like and it's like oh you've got one hundred percent of the base achievements and then you've got these achievements in the DLC that would sort of be nice, right?
1: Yeah, like I think I think there was a way to do that at some point. But yes, no one
2: bothers, <laughs> and I like I feel like it some point it might have, was it PlayStation that did
1: it because I feel like in one of those had the DLC even separated at one point oh,
0: yeah it might it,
1: it might be PlayStation
0: actually I think they might have done that for Spider-Man because like, mm. I don't it's not like I've bought much DLC for well pretty much anything because it's often not, not good value for money yeah um, but the uh, yeah I want to because I had all the DLC for Spider-Man and I want to say they actually did split all that out
3: mm. Um I've never seen it done on Xbox though. I don't, I don't think the system can, do it,
2: can deal. It might have been. It might have been on Xbox back when, like the
1: live arcade stuff was changing to allow more than a thousand points or whatever. Well, I
0: guess you could tell then, right? Yeah, because yeah, cause back then live arcade games were limited. The live arcade games were limited to two hundred, right? And a full retail release could get a thousand. In its points, so you could tell them apart that way. But then, but then DLCs would, yeah, they they had to start because DLCs were new, right? Yeah, Uh, they had to start thinking about how they were going to do that, and that just went like, oh, well, you can add this many points to a game per DLC pack. Yeah, and now, now the, I think now the the um, shackles are off. You can pretty much do what you want. (laughs) I think pretty much every game has a like thousand max. But then, when you do a DLC pack, you can add as many as you want.
2: Yeah, that's how, that's that's all I've played. Probably not actually,
1: but that was all that I remember playing. Yeah, all the important stuff. <laughs>
0: what about you, Rob? So I did. I missed something last time. I don't know. I had a lot of little oh, things no. to talk about last time, but there was um something I actually played quite a lot of that I just totally forgot. Um, and that was Roller Uh, on the Xbox. Um, which is, uh, I think, it's a couple years old now, but um, it's from Roll Seven, the same developers of Oli Oli World, and mm. um, and uh, probably one of my favorite multiplayer games in recent years, Laser League. Um, uh, and so it's it's them having it's them kind of bringing together. I get the feeling like everything they've ever done before, because <laughs> it's, it's got. You are on skates, so that's the Ollie Ollie side and the sort of Tony Hawk's influence being covered. Um, you've got guns, so that's not a hero, which is also one of theirs um, coming into into play. Um, uh, and it's got the sort of dystopian future vibes of Laser League, uh, so that's coming into the into the into the mix as well. And they've just kind of put it all together into one into one package, uh, and the result is interesting if not yeah. entirely successful in my opinion um but i like to see the i like to see it see, see you know it's a developer going a bit out there so basically the idea yeah. is it's like you're you're you you skate around the environment in a tony hawks like manner so you're you, you jump over things you go up half pipes you're you're doing tricks you can do grinds um and things like that but um, but you need to be doing that primarily to be adding ammo to your pool um, because there are dudes in the arena as well, and you need to kill them all. Um, mm. uh, so whilst you're doing Tony Hawk-style trick work, you've also got to be... Uh, that you have a focus button that you press, and when you press that, it slows down time. So, it gets, so you you can then aim the view at people and lock onto people, and then shoot them whilst you're doing all the trick stuff. Um, and what I would say, like the controls start to get a bit messy <laughs> when you're starting right. to do those two things at once. It's like I to played Tony Hawk and a third-person shooter at the same time. Yeah, and that's kind of it. That's kind of its whole deal. Like, so you start off with. Um, pistols and guys that are you, are only really meleeing you but the very next enemy is a sniper <laughs> so they start like uh, they can be anywhere on the map and as long as they have line of sight on you they can take a shot at you uh, and you have a health pool and you're trying to survive the level is, is, is the main gist um, uh, and what, uh, I think it is quite nice that they do try and telegraph everything in this game so mm. if a sniper has a bead on you there's a big old red line that comes that, start, that attaches to you from them and it will turn white at the moment they're about to take a shot, allowing you to press the B button to dodge the attack. Um, and if you dodge the attack at just the right time, you get a perfect dodge, which helps you keep your combo meter alive a little bit. Um, grants you, if you're very quick on the on the the focus mode, as soon as you do a do do a perfect dodge, you end up with super reflex time, which is exactly the same as the regular reflex time, only your shots do more damage. <laughs> So if you manage to time uh time that well. It's like doing a good witch time, I suppose, in Bayonetta. Um if you if you get manage to time that right, then you'll be making more efficient use of your ammo, so then you don't have to go don't have to do so many tricks, I suppose. Um but it ramps up really quickly from there. Like like the difficulty on the in, in this game is pretty steep. Um mm. Not just because of the control seams, but because they just—they—they they are throwing a, quite a lot of stuff at you pretty quickly. So it's not a hugely long game. Like there's like f- I want to say 15 main levels, uh, and that's it. And it's like they, they, you don't go back to levels. You do you do you you play. You, you know, you, it's it's a it's a set challenge, um, mm. and there's a there's a bunch of sub challenges on the levels you can do at the same time. A little bit like Tony Hawk's, right? It's like oh, complete the level, but while doing this thing mm. or um make sure you pull off this specific trick in this specific location or uh uh keep your combo going for the entire run or it, stuff like that um there's a whole bunch of like subtasks to go for if you want to um but like it's, it, it gets pretty crowded and pretty messy pretty quickly that um, i think it gets too crowded towards the end like there are there are, you end up with enemies that are flying they fly around and they paint this giant area on the floor and they're just going to stomp it and it will do a bucket load of damage when they do and leave a pool of acid behind that will hurt you if you go through it and some like and whilst if whilst everything else is going on and you're trying to chain together a combo you're trying to flow from one thing to the next and you just perhaps lose concentration for a for a split second and you didn't quite notice that this 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 targeting cursor is pretty large right so yeah. but it, but it's a big circle like crosshair so like it, it i think it's quite easy at times to see through it if that makes sense like to see because you can only really see the out the, only the outside of the crosshair is what's being mm. rendered right so it's right. quite easy to see the, the hole and not notice that you're about to get stomped on so and then you just, just get think... stomped on and you just die and your whole run's done yeah. and you've got to start the whole thing again um, and, or there'll be snipers that, there are just so many of them that I think like the uh the, the lines that are going o- uh, that are showing you they're about to shoot you I think sometimes they overlap so like it's I think it's possible to miss the flash white that they're about to shoot right. and you just get shot um they don't do as much damage as getting stomped on but they, it all it all adds up over the course of a run um and then you end up with things that are flamethrowery so, so you can't be nearby when you do them there are enemies that have certain weaknesses so eventually when you get all the guns you have to start switching between guns as well and using the right mm. guns against the right enemies it's a lot um and it's i think it's too much um too much going on yeah it's it's cool like i really it's start it's got such great style and it's like it's so it's borrowing from laser league's like uh music i guess like laser league had this really like interesting like i wouldn't call it psytrance it's not really psytrance because it's not got that pounding beat that is associated with psytrance but it's got those these tight fast synth loops like a really quick like Mm -hmm. but then like like with lots of ambience going on around it and mod and stuff like that so it's got this like really creepy future vibe but with like a sort of hyper tint to it Mm. But that's like in the menus. It's like when you get into an actual fight. For some reason, the music then becomes quite disco. <laughs> like, like I guess that this whole the whole thing is like this is like a TV show. It's like Gladiators oh, okay. of the Future kind of right. thing. So while you're doing the fight, there's this like vocoded like almost disco track playing <laughs> while you're doing the thing. It's a weird mix, but it kind of works. Um, mm. And on top of that, the whole game is presented with the same similar sort of art style to Sable. That sort of like oh, yeah. muted palette, black outline, comic book look. Um, Film shaded but like muted yeah yeah, euro comic look i suppose you'd call it like it's uh but quite uh, thin lines yeah yeah. so it's it's got that it's got that 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 whole thing going on at all times um and they do the, the the thing i really like they don't really do much in the way of like title aesthetics either. So when you like, when you launch the game and it like shows you, gives you the tutorial and you're skating into the, into your first arena, it just you know, in one, in one frame just cuts to like the word roller drone, just in big letters. Whilst, when you're entering the thing, the whole, it's all like, like titles don't fade in or anything like fancy. It's just big, bold letters just go. And, you know, like, there you go. This is what you're doing. And it's like, it's a cool look it's, it's a cool look um so and i think that i think they've proved time and time again roll seven that they are very good at the aesthetic um, uh, and this is this is a very much an interesting as i said an interesting blend of kind of everything they've done before it's just a shame that the game is so goddamn hard um, yeah right and i got through the campaign and guess what there is a second version of the campaign that is even harder <laughs> oh man and it's uh, and, I, and at that point i was like no nah, i'm out <laughs> because in yeah. fairness the last boss talking about boss fights that last boss is an absolute ass like it's like it's such a downer on the rest of the game like it just doesn't work very well if you ask me and it's got lots of these big area att- effect attacks that you can't really see there's homing missiles flying everywhere that can hit you out of the blue like you can sort of hear them, but you might just pull a trick, and then or, or need to pull a trick, and that might slow you down enough for this missile to seemingly come out of nowhere and blow you the hell up. And it's I don't know. Really didn't enjoy the end of it. Um, uh, boss fights, am I right? Um, but I really I, I like what it was going for a lot. It's just too it's just too complex a game um, for me. Anyway, too much finger juggling. I was clenching. Man, I was doing the <laughs> clench. Well, actually, the clench. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's Roller Uh mm-hmm. What else I've been playing? I finished Fist or F I S T. Yep. Um. Uh, I like that game, but I feel like I shouldn't. Like. <laughs> Because the back half of that game, the quality takes a bit of a dive, right? Mm. Like, I thought, the first, the, 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 I thought the setup in the first half was pretty cool. Like I'd mentioned before, there were some graphical issues aside and some sound issues here and there, I, I, even some dialogue that occasionally plays out of sequence. Um, all of that was still true towards the end, uh, except like the polish level definitely felt like it dropped. Like so that stuff like that seemed like it happened more often. The story kind of falls apart. Like the the whole like big thing that it gets you hooked on right at the start of the game kind of ends up just being a power MacGuffin that doesn't really mean anything. And this 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 ancient order of cats that are supposedly protecting the power MacGuffin they're kind of not a thing as it turns out. Not really important Mm. to the whole thing, and it just ends up being a bit of a you versus your old friend story and with not a lot to it and that's that's a bit of a shame it kind of like it, it it's for, for as much as a great job they do at actually kind of building this world and as good as the world looks and hangs together and um oh, the whole aesthetic they're going on i think is real good um but it just uh yeah it's let down by by somewhat shoddy <laughs> pretty shoddy writing in fairness mm. and that might be fair because it's a it's a Chinese made game and maybe it's all just got a bit lost in translation somewhere. Um, but, but I don't know, I don't know how it would work even if it wasn't a translation problem. Like it, because elements just aren't important in the end. Uh, that said, it kept me hooked all the way through it. And I did a hundred percent the thing. Um, mm. cause it's, I don't know. It's got that Metroidvania sauce, man. Like, like this. There's a reason why so, these games work yeah. and like I don't think I don't think it's that I'm beginning to believe it's not that difficult to make a metroidvania that actually can get its hooks in you and this got you, got it got its hooks in me. Um uh I will say like the 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 like back maybe 30% of the game there is far too much underwater stuff. Mm. You eventually get the ability to traverse underwater without too much hassle and there's a <laughs> lot of it. <laughs> like uh, but you, you sort of like the last couple of big the two biggest area in the games are in that like final third and their names are underwater base and underwater lake they're the two biggest areas in the game too much underwater Genius. um uh but I, yeah and i thought the combat was fine i thought the last boss was pretty fun talking about boss fights um most of the boss fights in fist are actually pretty good they're hard but they're pretty good um I will say the uh, mild spoilers. Well, it's not, not really spoilers because he's not a character, but the Yokozuna pig box, the boss, box, boss, uh, <laughs> pig box, pig boss. Yeah, The Yokozuna pig boss. That's some shit right there. That's not, that's, that's a terrible, terrible boss. That's just really annoying to fight. Um, but the rest of them kind of fun, as I say, difficult, but fun. Um, uh, I think it's combat system. Even with once you even with everything in play, I think it's uh, it's good but not perfect. It kind of it's combo heavy, so it, like you do a lot more damage if you manage to chain together a, a combo against things. But there are quite a few enemies that are resistant to getting into a hit stun state. It depends what animation they're in, whether or not you can actually stun them out of it. So even if they're like winding up for an attack and you hit them. It's like that's not usually enough to get them out. If they're already in the windup, it's like that's don't attack them. Basically, if they're already, you're not going to stun them out of that attack. Um, so the, the it's a little hard to get used to at times, and you can often just bone yourself by like oh, I'm going in like I've, there's clearly a window there. Oh, that wasn't a window, no, because you started winding yeah. up for attack as I charged in. You do eventually get a dash ability that makes combat a lot easier because it gives you some inv- invincibility frames that you didn't have before, um, or the ability to get through not get closed into or cornered, uh, which becomes yeah. pretty critical for some of the late later bosses for you to be even be able to fight them. And that um and that makes a lot of that stuff a bit better. Um It's a shame the the like abilities you gain aren't inspired, right? It's not doing anything. It's not. It's, it's kind of the pro, the biggest thing about fist, like ignoring the polish issues, ignoring the fact that I managed to soft lock it at one point uh, with a feature they apparently added after launch that apparently wasn't added very well. <laughs> um, uh, despite all of that. It's like the 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 biggest problem I think fist has is that it's just just its move set just isn't very inspired it's not really doing anything new and in and particularly interesting it's it's got it's got yeah. everything you might expect like oh do you want do you need a whip to get around to get the higher places? yeah, we've got that. <laughs> you unlock it in the last third of the game, but like, yeah, we've got it. And it's like, and that's that's almost the most interesting thing it does because then it's like, oh, now I can access all these all these different areas that I couldn't before. And I've seen these little hook points all across the game and now I can use them. It's like, great. And it's like, if that's if that's all you've really got going for you, it's like maybe you needed to have a bit of a longer think about your moveset. Um, and this is turning into a Rob review, obviously. But I did enjoy my time with it. Like it's, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, uh, It kept me, kept, kept its hooks in me. As I say, I went and found every single secret in that game that I could. Um, I haven't got all the achievements because, like, some of those achievements are like things that you need to do in the middle of combat, like execute a couple of guys in the air without ever landing. That just was never a possibility as far as i can tell for me it just never happened the opportunity never came up mm. or use some of your uh use some of your like secondary like equipment in certain ways uh, like do enough damage to or kill three things at once with this exploding puppet thing that you get uh, um and just, just, the problem is is there's, there's no incentive to use those because that comes from the same energy pool as your healing and healing is obviously more useful (laughs) most like than using your ability than any of those abilities most of the time so you save it for when you need to heal Uh, so, so i didn't end up using any of that and didn't get any of those achievements and there's still a few secret achievements and i'm like what the hell are they like i've i've got i've in theory done everything this game has to offer apart from as I said, the feature I mentioned before, where I managed to soft lock it, which is basically a boss rush mode, but they present it a bit like a fighting game. So you find this like arcade machine, um, and it's like, oh, here you can go, you can go fight any of the bosses you've done before, and oh, here's a challenge mode where you fight, you boss rush a few of them in a row, and it looks like mm-hmm. there are going to be like bosses u- unique to that mode. Um, and so I, w- I wonder if those achievements are tied to that. Problem is, as soon as I, like whenever I attempt one of those boss rushes, I get past the yeah. first fight. And then it just totally breaks. Like It gives me the, uh, the choice to, do you want to continue or do you want to back out? And I'm like, yeah, I want to carry on. Of course I want to carry on. That's the challenge. It then presents me that option again. So that bit of UI then appears on screen a second time. But the game right. is running in the background. So like the boss fight is beginning whilst that bit of UI is still on screen. So I say, yeah, I want to continue. And then you lose all control. Like the game just doesn't, doesn't hand it to you. And some of, some, I've had one time where that happens where like the boss didn't actually even spawn in the background. So it was just me standing in this empty room, like unable to get out of this scenario because I had no UI option to leave the, (laughs) leave the combat challenge. Right. Like it's totally broken. It's completely and utterly broken. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's basically unfinishable as far as I can tell. I don't know how to make it work. Um, yeah. And one, as I say, you can you can soft lock your game. Um, you can at least load the save and recover it. As it turns out, I was a bit worried. It's like, oh god, have I broken this permanently? But no, uh, you, you can get out of it. Um, I did have one case where some of that UI actually stayed on screen and covered the screen whilst the game was running in the background. So I could I managed to get out of it by like hearing my way out of that room that the arcade machine was in and getting to a save point. Like oh, by, no. by audio alone. <laughs> and then that bit of UI disappeared. And it's like, okay, I need to not do whatever that thing
3: is. I need to not do that that part of the game because it's just clearly busted. Um, anyway, that's Fist. enjoyed. I enjoyed, I, I enjoyed my time. In uh, the words of um, Stuart Lee and Richard Herring, Fist of fun. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it was
0: fun yeah it's, it's a, a fist of fun i see I fi- I fi- do you not want a fistful of fun no just a fist of just, fun just a fist of fun just just the knuckle dusting of entertainment just a little skim off the top <laughs> <laughs> get a few of my flakes off my off my off my hand there you go that's that's your fun layer Oh, no. Vista Fun is 30 years old. Oh, dear. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so my reference is out of date. <laughs> this is like, like anyway. everything we say these days. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Gophers. Yeah. Uh, gophers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's freed me up to start on... I mean, Zach and I played some more RoboQuest. Like,
2: a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah.
0: That, that, the game's still fun. Uh, Want to play some more of that. We play a little bit of Derg. Don't think I've got anything really to talk about Derg, other than... Come on, new content. Um, uh, so this has freed me up a little bit. I've not really got a game on the go. I'm just, Well, okay, I played a little bit of Star Fox Command, but nothing I really want to talk about uh, there just yet. Uh, the, I'm playing Yakuza 0. It's time. <laughs> okay. It's time. It's time. I'm about eight hours into this because um, I'm addicted to it already. Um, Sweet. It's another one of those, but it's in the 80s now. Mm. It's it's in 1988, and uh, I I've, I think I've said this before, but I really respect what they do to. Even though you're always going back to the same areas in these games, these same locations, you're still in Kamurocho, you're still there's still Sotenbori in Osaka in it, and mm. there's uh, you're still, but they put care into these areas. They've transformed them for the 80s, and it's uh, yeah, they do such a great job. They really do at keeping this, keeping this world alive. Like, cause some places are there, some that, you know, that you recognize, yep. but a lot of them aren't. So like one of the core parts of the very first Yakuza, Yakuza game was the fact that they built this millennium tower, which right. like, but it's the millennium tower, right? And we're in the 80s. So, it's so, not there the so 80s, that nothing, yeah. nothing of that is there. And this whole area of the map is different because it's like this whole thing hasn't been re, rebuilt yet. Um, uh and as it turns out a lot of the Kamurocho storyline is about real estate and acquiring real estate so so perhaps that is leading mm. into the perhaps the redevelopment projects of of which there seems to be quite a lot in the Yakuza series now I think about it because it's the whole Kamurocho Hills storyline from Yakuza 2. Well that's a very um, mafia thing I don't yeah. know about Yakuza isn't it but like all construction and uh, all the corruption of of building things and Right. Yeah, yeah, I get and, uh, money, and, money, and yeah. protection money and yeah and yeah basically owning uh, yeah it's all about it's all about that it's all about owning property the and and Kiryu obviously being framed for murder you know standard uh, <laughs> at this point you know standard I mean it wouldn't be Except, a Yakuza game without that <laughs> um, but but I guess it's a little different because it's the first time it's happened <laughs> technically in the in the timeline um, uh, so that's fun. And also, like, it happens pretty early on, so like, I'm, I, I assume I am not really in spoiler territory. But, um, but Kiryu is, is is expelled from the Yakuza, so he's not actually Yakuza at this point in the game. He's working independently to clear his name. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, uh, it's also like, like I, yeah, I want to go back to the world books because they, they they they've done so much to it because it's like obviously they can't the signage can't be the same because it's like they have to use all like crappy lights mm. and like bad 80s neon everywhere and stuff yeah and so and so all of the signage is different and in that and there's a there's a real glow to parts of camarocho that like and it's a different glow to how the game looks. and they've paid attention to that and it looks like it's such it's really quite a minor thing like in a way but like for some reason in the context of this being the sixth one of these i've played mm. like it matters and they do then they do a really fantastic job of it the one thing i will say that is a bit weird like 1980s japan i don't know if this is this is true or not but there is trash everywhere like it doesn't have like that clean modern thing that you think about japan as like you know or or urban areas in japan as being this this wonderfully well-kept environment no there is just boxes and garbage bags and crap everywhere it's weird. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about eighties Japan to know if that's just how it was in cities, but it's uh, definitely stands out. <laughs> I think Miles wants to get involved. He's been watching me play some of this. He probably shouldn't be watching me play some. Of this. Probably not. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, like I don't. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just really nice and and really interesting. Like in Sotonbori, for instance, there's a whole. Uh, in in the games i've played there's like an area that the like either side of the river where you can walk there are like pedestrians either side of the banks and there are shops there and there are restaurants and it's nicely paved and it's all lit up and stuff like that none of that is developed in this version like they thought about that and we're like oh we haven't done no one's done the work here yet so that entire part section of the map is like totally different and uh just undeveloped it's like it's like a like grassland and shrubbery like like just, just just disused alleyways and it's like oh this is rad this is, this is like I, i'm I'm just reveling in all these little details that have changed um even like club club sega isn't a thing they're just they're just like regular ass sega like the blue and white logo and stuff like that and it's yeah. um ah, yeah attention to detail man it's great um but like the core mechanics are like quite different this time as well because it's like supposed to be in like boom time eighties, so the entire game is like based around money uh and you get a bucket load of it for beating up people um but then like you don't gain like experience or anything like that experience is done away with it's all about money and all the cash you get money you, you literally you and the game says invest in yourself and and so you literally do that you have to earn the money to spend it on yourself and that's how you get your abilities and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So it's all Gordon gecko greed is good sort of pretty much. Situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you've Kiryu's got his four fights, got his well, three fight styles at the moment. I assume he gets a fourth maybe at some point. Um uh so it's back to the, it's uh, similar to the Koami 1 fight engine, which makes sense because I think this came out in between Koami 1 and 2. Um in real terms. So the it probably borrows a lot from Kowami One's fight engine, but certain bori would have been new because it wouldn't have mm. been in. Well, it wasn't new because it was in the previous games, but you know, would have been this version of it would have been new before they redid it for Kowami Two. <coughs> also, uh, I got I got about seven hours in, and the game suddenly pulled the not spoilers. You can tell this from the box art, but the game suddenly does the thing that the last three. The last two or three yakuza yeah, games have done which is like suddenly you're no longer playing as Kiryu here mm. here's what you've always wanted have some majima <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm, like I'm like and and his, his the majima's intro sequence is and like like cut and stuff they are super long it's like an hour of content that you're pretty much just watching but <laughs> nice. it's like but it's so cool like you know it's just... <laughs> It's just like it's just Majima being like not very, but it's it's Majima, but he's, he's not being his normal self. He's being like a he's basically managing a cabaret club and being like a stand-up guy and doing like doing doing everything the right way. And then you find out it's all a facade, and he's being forced to do this, and he doesn't really enjoy it, even though he's like super good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. Like, I, I get my I get me some Majima time. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I freaking love these games. <laughs> the, <I can> tell. <laughs> they're, they're they're so stupid, and and then they like, they don't change enormously from entry to entry. But I do just I just love their style. I just love their, love their swagger. And there's a, there's enough different here that, that that I'm I'm invested. Good. Yeah. Um, well, there's changes setting and the storyline and yeah. everything, and and you can play Space Harrier. Crucial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a faithful version of it, it's which pretty. Is it's a pretty good version. of Space harry Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> All uh, right.
0: I'm sure we'll be hearing more about. <laughs> I PC mean, this game's enormous. So yeah, like, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm getting to the. I'm, I'm sort of getting to the 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 at the moment. What I think is peak Yakuza, right? Like from what from the ones I've played before, like because I'm out of real time sequence, right? Because I played Kawami one and two, and then went back mm-hmm. in time to three. Um, so I'm, I'm catching up to the point of where I think the peak Yakuza experience is. So it's, um,
3: it can only get better from here, right? Even get better. Get hype. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's what I've been doing. All right. I mean, I've been getting hype for Kiryu.
0: Oh, and I've sung Baku Mitai already. So that happened. <laughs> to check that. That happened in like the first hour of the game. It, like <laughs> it, it like made me go do some karaoke. I'm like, oh, Back in my is just unlocked from the start. Oh, well, of course I'm doing that. <laughs> is that song. What is that canonically from the. I don't, when, I don't When would it come out? I don't really know, like, when, but it's like such a power ballad, right? It could have come out in like the 70s, probably. Right, easily, yeah. Yeah but I just thought that was funny. It's just like just front load it with the song everyone does. <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, <laughs> give the people what they want. I, I think if if the one thing I'm I'm perhaps a little down on is that the the music is generally good in this game, like but it's but it's normal yakas are good, right? They don't they haven't 80s that up. Oh, right. So like if I get into a fight as Majima, it's playing like a sort of drum and bassy sort of mix of stuff when he's in his thug style. Um uh the music does change when you change your fight style which is kind of cool so there's there's like different music depending on what you're how you're fighting which is neat um but yeah i kind of wish they had gone like full-on synth wave or something with it and and just
3: right, lent yeah. into that but for some reason they didn't and that's a bit of a shame also q not wearing his normal suit like maybe that's part of the story like how he acquires his suit it
1: means something
0: yeah i mean neither character has their names right like kiryu isn't the dragon of dojima yet and majima isn't the mad dog of shimano yet um so presumably this is about them earning origin. Yeah. Yeah. Kiriu's not even fully inked yet, you know. He's not got his massive he's not got his huge like tattoo on the back so he can do the classic like rip your suit off in one action. <laughs> so it's like right, it's, it's not gonna look it's not gonna look right. Another uh, another I member has already done that. So we've had one of those. We've had one suit removal. <laughs> I'm sure they'll get to it. That'll explain everything. Yeah, exactly. What these things are cool. That that'll be a mechanic, I'm sure, like getting getting fully inked. <laughs> Guaranteed cool well i've still been playing mario wonder getting through it um still really it's basically all killer no filler basically Hmm. the only bits i like a little bit less maybe are the combat challenges but they're actually good i'm just they're just a bit harder sometimes and they're they're cool they're inventive as well but just not as much as the regular levels i guess and I've just got through the, I've got one more world to go because the last one I did was the Fungi Mines, which I don't understand why that's in the Flower Kingdom and not in the Mushroom Kingdom.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it's because oh, it's,
0: <laughs> it's, it's underground, right? So like, yeah, yeah, it's underground. It's
1: The Mushroom Strata sticks up into yeah, the Mushroom yeah, Kingdom.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, must be. You know what, it's an important layer of the crust of this planet. Like, Yeah, but that <laughs> had some good bits. That had levels where you have to you have to find the secret exit because the regular exit doesn't give you anything. Oh right, a little bit like the sort of ghost house mechanic in Super yeah, yeah. World, like where it
3: forces yeah, like kind you to do of that
2: at one point.
3: And that had some cool bobbling around in jelly mechanics <laughs> and turning into jelly
0: <laughs> and okay. sticking to walls and stuff. Yeah, that are there ghost cool. houses in this? There are boos. Okay, uh, I don't know about full-on ghost house. Yeah, because that, um, that feels like a trope that I've not really seen in any like there are ma- marketing there, material for it. Or. Actually, down in the mines there are boos that um and they get um destroyed by light. I can't remember if that was a thing oh. before. So mm. if you turn on the lights with a with a with like a switch, yeah, and drag and get the booze to fly into oh, the interesting. light. Interesting. Yeah, they, I don't I don't know if dispelled. that's been a thing. Right, like, like, there's always been the look at them thing. Like. Yeah, the look at them thing still there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about the light death. So that sounds kinda, potentially new. Cool. Well, unless yeah. they're, they're, they're like Luigi. Well, it works in Luigi's Mansion, so why wouldn't it work here? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Maybe it's brought over from Luigi's Mansion. Um and even yeah. though that's only a stun, isn't it? Not like a full on murder. Mm.
1: Well, yeah, maybe. I guess it depends. That's only a flashlight, though. Maybe these need oh, yeah, more yeah. intense light.
0: Yeah. Yeah, these are like room lights, I guess. Yep. Still good, definitely play it, it's, it's a good one. I don't know how you're going to get hold of it, Zach, but you've got to at <laughs> some point. Well, presumably we've got a full-on nine months until Switch 2, whatever that new Mario Probably. game is. <laughs> Probably. Uh, rumours, rumors, rumours, rumours.
3: Yeah, let's hope so. Well, let's hope it
0: comes out this year. I hope it does, I think it will. I hope Switch um, 2 improves the frame rate on Hyrule Warriors. So, you know... <laughs> it may well do i i'm pretty pretty sure it'll be a fully backward compatible and hopefully to the point where just like xbox these days like it will improve switch games i I think system no doubt this will be like ds to 3ds and like throwing away like the whole 3d part That like this is mostly just a power upgrade and it'll be the same form factor and but if they can reliably, which is probably through patches, I don't know how well they'll be able to do it, but if they can reliably get Switch games running in dot mode at like 4K60, that would be awesome. Mm. Or not, maybe not 4K, but I don't know. Yeah, it depends how, maybe, well, how much maybe. Nintendo are willing to go back and just do that for their old games. I don't know. If yeah, that's, that's not, that's probably, probably not, a very, not all at once. Yeah, it's not a very Nintendo-like yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes, you never know. And that would, you know, bolster... The The selling of the thing, if they don't have that many games to start off with, that oh, would they, be a big selling point. They just want to re-release the game and slap a DX on it, that's the problem. Right, I guess, yeah. I don't think they'll be able to get away with that with Switch games. Like, No. Yeah. No. Not as much. Anyway, I think it will be overall positive. Yeah, I think um, i time
3: for a Switch too. Yeah,
0: yeah. And let's hope there is a, a full-blown 3D Mario. Or who knows, who knows what, I don't know. Metroid Yeah. Prime 4 or something. Metroid Prime 4. They have to say something like I didn't realize it was like yeah. it was 2017 that they announced yeah. Metroid Prime 4. That is a bloody long time ago. Yeah, but when did they announce they were ditching it and starting like 2 from years scratch. ago or something. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's when you have to really count, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. But that is that is bonkers. Yeah. Like for, even for yeah. Nintendo, that is a nuts timeline. Yeah. Yeah. I say even for Nintendo. Nintendo are normally pretty good at their like Yeah announced to release window being pretty short um
3: indeed surprise
0: surprise f-zero (laughs) game there there were rumors that like gx was going to get like
3: remastered
2: (laughs) Mm, that'd be cool
3: Ah, and that's a podcast um thank you for joining us all listeners uh, we have a YouTube channel
0: as well uh, check that out Happy Salad uh, got some uh, Sonic Adventure 2 going on at the moment
3: we out pizza. our Sonic
0: adventure and some pizza tower yep. so check that out on YouTube and uh, this is our Saladcast that you've been listening to and you'll get another one in your ears if you come to the same place this time in two weeks so we'll catch you then indeed goodbye